Sibilance. Sibilance. I've been having a lot of trouble with sibilance actually lately. What's sibilance? It's sibilance. Oh. P's and T's and S's are bad in some of the songs that uh, we're doing, and God damn it, it's hard to get them out. (laughs) We even tried to redo redo a vocal on a song that is done, Mm -hmm. except for, I mean, it's not perfect yet, but... um, I'm trying to turn this down. I'm listening. We tried to redo a vocal, and uh, like I recorded it far away. So I still got it pop. Yeah, it's so that's got to be the room. Mm. I'm kind of S-y anyway, but yeah. like if it was this amount of S's in the song, it wouldn't bother me. But it's like it really fucking hits. So I think are you I, being a little bit. Are you being a little bit perfectionist? Yes. Yes. Well, we're doing a Beatles song, so we just decided to record a to get our. To learn what we're doing, actually, mm-hmm. is we decided let's just pick a fucking obscure Beatles song and record it. Maybe we can't release it because maybe we have to pay somebody a lot of money. Yeah, I don't think you do. Really? I think you just gotta like if it if it goes viral and I make and gets a hundred after the billion streams, I just don't get any money for it. <laughs> but that's fine. That sucks. that sucks. That's fine. Yeah, and it's actually very good. I'll play it for you later. I won't play it on here, but I'll play why not? It for you. Oh, because we got it's not, taken down. It's not done. No. Oh, okay. It's my version of it. I can do whatever I want. All right. But uh, I can play it wherever I want because it's my version. But I can't play their performance of it. Ah. I can play it on here. I'm just not going to because it's not done. But the S is, oh, God. It's not so bad in the unprocessed vocal, but whenever you put all the stuff on it, it brings out frequencies and stuff. Can't you, don't, isn't there a pro, uh, program that can pick that There's out? There's lots of them. We just can't get them to work. We don't know the order. And I think I did get it. I think um, I took control of the uh, of the computer there the other night at JMO's. Mm-hmm. And I put an EQ on the end of it. You don't. You might not. Yeah, EQ. You've seen EQs. The, this is yeah, an EQ, right? I know what EQ is. Yeah. I put an EQ on it flat, and then I put a spike in it and went and found where I thought the S's were. And it seemed like, and then I fucking ducked out that frequency. It didn't change the tone of the <laughs> vocal at all. But the S's were a little less pronounced. Nice. So if I do that one more time, sometimes <clears throat> sometimes uh, people have uh, sibilance in other areas, in like multiple frequencies. And I might be one of those people. Mm. But eventually, I always feel like I, it'll get done. I always feel like I speak with a lisp. I don't think you do. No. I always no. just feel. I, I did when I was a kid because of the gap between my teeth. I could turn your... Your highs all the way down. Now talk. Okay. Now say an S word. Sibilance. See, now you kind of sound like you have a lisp. Yeah. Turn the highs down a little bit. Sibilance. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's nice and crisp and sexy. Crisp. Moist. Yeah. It's, um, I've, we've taken, why did I get turned up all of a sudden? <laughs> turned um, down for what? It's, uh, we've been getting, a little more uh, perfectionist with the Beatles doing a Beatles song. Mm-hmm. It's a very obscure Beatles song that most people who are just casual Beatles people have never like heard. myself. Yeah, who yeah. who've probably never heard it. Right. So we've been taking it way more seriously than my songs because we don't want to embarrass ourselves, and it's completely different. You would know it sounds like I wrote it, mm-hmm. except for the melody and the lyrics are good. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the same chord progression of like <clears throat> five of my songs. Right. So they weren't any better at making chords than I am. Well, no, I mean, well, they are. They're they're well, 
a lot of the stuff they did was I would have never thought of. So that's why you learn how to play their stuff and then steal it. It's anything. Like, you know, uh, it's like with, uh, I hate to bring it to me for a second, but boxing, you learn the fundamentals so you can learn how to break the rules. Yeah. That's it. Hopefully we'll get it done and we're thinking about doing another one to do like a double A side and put it out. You should do a Beatles cover band. I would do that. Would you really? I think that I thought that would be against your. I would more do fierce that. integrity. I would more do that than I would like a top forty band. Yeah, like I would do a do a Tom Petty cover band. What would you call them? Uh, Running down a dream? No, <laughs> it would have to be. I don't know. I haven't thought about that. The Free Fallers. No, I would do a cover band, but it would just be mostly. I wouldn't be doing other people's like the like I know people that like oh this song's popular this week let's do that song right I mean it's a business decision you know uh, it, yeah I, I just obviously I don't care about business well no I mean and there's something we said for that like you know I I have made my peace with the fact that nothing I'm ever going to do is going to make me famous like I can write I actually went back through my Facebook and read what I what I wrote a long time ago, it's actually really good, but it's never going to see the light of day. So, you know, yeah. And even if it did, and I don't think you want to be famous. Um, not famous, but I would like to be wealthy. I would like to be wealthy. Yeah. Just without the fame. They can keep the fame. Just yeah, give me the money. I can have that. And it's not that, that I need things. I don't need things. I need freedom. I just need not to worry about the things. Right. Not to worry about the things that I already have. I, I'd like everything to work. I was sitting there thinking about had I had a if I had enough money as like like in Saudi Arabia places like that they have trillionaires right if I had a trillion dollars if I had, had a trillion, trillion dollars I could buy a human traffic I don't know <laughs> um, I could completely remake the state of West Virginia from top to bottom yeah that's more than our GDP. Absolutely, way more. Ten years. I would have worth. hundreds of millions of dollars left if even if I rebuilt every town. If I did, you know what I mean. That's more than that is, has been extracted from us over right. hundred years. That's what probably. I'm saying. I could do that and still have so much money left. I don't understand why people are so greed driven that they can't just reach out and help their fellow man. Yes, I'm going to be honest with them. It is a little bit playing God. It is, but the the sheer joy you derive is also. Not a selfish thing, really, when you see how happy you make people. See, if I were to go to Newton Golly Bridge like I've always wanted, you know, purchase the town, however that works. It doesn't. It doesn't. But purchase every... You could get every... I could own it. I could own the entire yeah, town. Yeah, you could get every uh, <clears throat> uh, city council person in your pocket. Sure. And oh, yeah. force them to do the things you want. Exactly. And, and I would I would completely... I re- could be your heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I can be bone heavy. You're not letting people in that park over by the river there. Uh, past uh, past two o'clock, you park your boat there. I don't like that. I, like I don't you, like how you park like your boat how, there. I like how you got all of a sudden got a New York accent yeah. to be a heavy. If you're going to do it. <laughs> I see the cops are pulling people over for going 26 miles an hour. I don't like that. I don't enjoy that. How well, are people I, supposed I, to come through here on a Sunday afternoon? I would make sure that every cop who- I, There would there. be no cops. No. There's a goddamn state trooper barracks right there. Let them- do it right. Uh, fuck. I can But anyway, I would purchase the town, tear down every derelict building. Um, 
I know one guy you need to get rid of. Had an encounter today at Golly Bridge. Who? Since Rob's gone, there's... there's the new guy running the go mart? He's fine. It's it's just it was just a kid in there. Oh, okay. But I went. I stopped and got gas. And there's a new vagrant in in the town of Golly Bridge. <laughs> da, da, da. New vagrant. <laughs> a new guy dropped. A what? A new guy dropped. A new guy dropped. New vagrant. <laughs> I was there getting gas, minding my own business, and a this man might have been my age. Mm-hmm. He might have been a hundred. I do not know. Well, you know, it ages you. And he was uh, wearing jeans that were almost falling off of him. Orange shirt, no coat. It's kind of. It was like mid forties. Yeah, chilly. Today. I'm wearing a hoodie. Yeah, I got the hood up. Mm-hmm. Wearing sweatpants. Looks like I'm going on a jog, perhaps. And I'm getting gas. And as soon as I flip open the thing and start punching in the numbers uh, for um, my code to get ten cents off per gallon. Not my code. The code the code I stole from Adam Bryant's wife Angie. Neat. Yeah, ten cents off every time. Nice. And um, nice. I see. I saw him sitting there when I pulled in, and I see out of the corner of my oh, he's walking over here, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I might have to fight this man. Yeah. So I just don't look at him, and I'm my ocular pat down did not clean, clear him. <laughs> <laughs> my ocular he was not cleared by my ocular pat down. <laughs> not clear at all. No, not cleared, and I'm just. Pumping gas, like mm-hmm. I don't look at him at all, and he's he walks over, stands about eight feet away from me. I was like, he's not encroached. He knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and pulls out his wallet. Hey, I got beer money, and I need some beer. If you could go in there and buy it for me, I was like, no thanks. When you don't have an ID, you're obviously over twenty one, right? And they he just, it to, they and he just turns around and waddles away and goes bothers other people. And at that point, I'm like, should I be Captain? Should I be no, Jack not, Reacher? Should I beat this man? Your, that's not your responsibility. He's not hurting anybody. I know. He's so, a co- he is making people very uncomfortable. Walking up to Is he women, being aggressive about it? No, he, he walks away as soon as they say no, and that's fine. But, you know, women walking up to the little ladies while they're getting out of their cars. That's scary to them. It is. Not scary to me, unless it's a black guy. Hey, hey. we're joking here. We're being silly. I love black people. <laughs> we're being scamps. I'm just being a, a hooligan. A silly goose. Just, yeah. Engaging in malicious hooliganism. Actually, young white people scare me more than anybody. <laughs> well, especially because they're stupid. Well, and they do wild things. But yeah, like... <clears throat> Whenever you buy the town, could you get rid of that guy? Yeah. And I mean, the guy with the... You got it, buddy. And the guy with the uh, fucking Prince Valiant haircut that walks around downtown. Oh, man. <laughs> the blonde guy. I know. What's his deal? Been walking around down there for 15 years. <laughs> um, I would just... Well, and I would... Institute thing where we could start cleaning the rivers and stuff. We are a, a nature paradise, but our rivers are dirty. You know, we've got. They just seem cleanish to me. They're getting there. Th- it's getting better. Like, but we have a lot, still a lot of industrial runoff. So I would start going to all the coal companies. They're like, I know you don't want to clean up your mess. Tell me what I need to do, and I will clean up your mess for you. That's all I would do. Very nice, very friendly. And then they'll just pump so much more shit in there, so much more sludge. Well, then I'll just have to take care of it. With a trillion dollars, I can do it, you know. Um, revitalize every downtown. 
you know, go to Fayetteville, give them more parking. They're going to need it. They you know, already need it. Bobby, they have the money to make more parking. They're just trying to be sclusy. They, they're trying to <laughs> keep exclusive. You know what I mean? They're being sclusy. Yeah, keep it. Where exclusive. did you get that? I just made that one up. Did you really? Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> there, that is some real modern kid speak. All right, there. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce it to Annie and see what she says. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they they don't want the growth that's barreling toward them, but it's coming. But I like the way they're handling it. I do. Like to to try to keep it sclusy. Mm-hmm. They. That's a good idea because a lot of those things have destroyed, like Yellowstone almost got destroyed under the weight of all the people that go in there and they have to start limiting it. So they introduce wolves and now wolves eat people. Yeah, fuck them. Mm-hmm. Trying to take a selfie with a, uh, with with a wolf, moose and a moose and a grizzly bear. I saw this video the other day. This guy's in Montana and these two idiots are harassing a moose. He's like, hey, dumbass, stop harassing that moose. He's like, all right, go ahead, touch him. And they're like, oh, oh, oh. And then one of them reaches out and taps it, and it turns around rather quickly and chases it down and starts stomping him. Like, ah, oh, that's what you get, you fucking dumbass. Looked like Robert De Niro stomping out somebody. Oh, just no effort. Just yeah, they, um, people get this idea that uh, those things don't kill. Like, they think moose are. Uh, oh, they're wildly aggressive. They're extremely aggressive. A bull moose it produces. So much testosterone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's what Steve Rennell calls charismatic megafauna, like bears and stuff. Good, good, good term. Yeah. I didn't make that one up. Well, no, but I should have taken credit. But I'm edit sa- that out. <laughs> Let me look at timestamp 1348. Just name the episode that and beat him to the punch. Charismatic <laughs> oh, megafauna. He's, he's been talking about it forever. But Who is this? Uh, Steve Rennell. He hosts Meat Eater. He writes books. He's a hunter and. TV guy, the crazy, the, the best voice. But the crazy part about it is, is that the megafauna we have now is not really megafauna. It isn't. Well, not compared to what it used to be. Well, that's what I'm saying. During during the ice bears. age, during the ice age, when human beings, you know, Neanderthals were still running around and shit. The things they had to deal with, we've discussed this before. Were it was a murderous row. I mean, they were fucking giant tigers, giant bears, terror birds, mm-hmm. a bird that can run you down and kill you and eat you, mm-hmm. a fucking eagle big enough down in New Zealand that can swoop down and pick up a small human being and carry them off and eat them. You know, when the weather gets colder, animals get larger. So now that we're barreling towards, we need another ice age is what we need. It would offset some of the damage being done. So Maybe not an ice age, but maybe a, let's go for a freezing rain stage or something. Well, ice, ice age, ice is, age is, is much worse than Global warming or whatever. Uh, that's a matter of opinion. I mean, it's an well, ice age. You can survive in 99 degree weather year round. You can't survive in negative 60. Well, that's as much. A whole lot more people. But I'm die. saying, it, well, yeah, tough. I mean, that's that's the Bill Burr, the the Bill Burr paradigm. Is that you know? your? Is that you saying it be like that sometimes? <laughs> sometimes people don't think it be like that, but it do say that. Ugh, God, I hate when bad grammar gets fucking popularized. Um, I, I just, I think that, you know, human beings were created in that crucible. You know what I mean? We, we did well in that forged. Yeah. And, and we were, we, I mean, I think we would do the ones that would survive would do well and they would have everything they need. Just, it's like the fucking speech you made on fight club. I see you, uh, Create um, making clothes that last you the rest of your life. I see you pounding strips of venison on a super highway. 
I mean, all those things are, to me, awesome. That's why I love... I, I think I've got a market for something that I want to create. I don't know if I want to do a screenplay or a book or whatever. I want to create an, a, an apocalyptic after where people are happy. Well, that's uh, Station 9. Station 11? Station 11. Station Nine's a different thing. It is, but it isn't. I would just make it like... From a from a young girl's point of view, like a young teenager's point of view, that no, they're so going- woke, great, fabulous. <laughs> great. No, this story would be. I mean, is, is she also incredibly diverse? No, <laughs> she's white. <laughs> her and her father are white. Um, it could be based on me and Annie, you know. And they're just traveling, and she's just keeping a diary of all the places they go. And there's no real foe. There's no real villain. The only villains are the animals that can kill them. Because I was, it's like the world I wanted to create and talk about, where the um, the animals escape from the zoos, and they, there would be one place though that would it would, and this would be terrifying. In New York City, the chimps would have taken over and started. That's living. a terrible thing. It to is call a terrible people. <laughs> would you fucking stop it? <laughs> no, the chimps. God damn it! No, the electricity you... goes out and the cages open, and yeah, and also the prisons open. So all the criminals get out. Well, they would. Most of them would rapidly be killed. Um, Guns still work. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about in a future where that stuff is gone. Oh, you, know. you just kill criminals. No, no. I'm talking about like okay. There's no reason to be a criminal. No, there's no real law. I mean, it's just people living. I mean, there's law, but it's you know the law of the West. No, it's more like um, I would have to create the circumstances where weapons would be limited to. Um, Slingshots. Well, that's a that's a good one. Uh, Adel Adels. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have to be really strong to use an adelatl. Um Bows and arrows, swords, axes, things like that. You know, spears. Um, the I, I thought about making the character that was going to be the dad is a blacksmith, and he just goes around they and they. Sh- sell his wares you know they go to like gatherings and stuff like that where the cities used to be and one of the parts was they walk through a place that's based out here in um falls view can they ride horses oh sure of course neat um and the place they go through is this this place where all the the guy has just planted all these flowering plants and it's just a bee haven like and it's and it smells you can smell it miles away and it's this just amazing smell from all the stuff he grows and um, it would just be them talking to him and being like, you know, how you doing? And, you know, a lot like things that are like that, I'd like better that are meandering. Like if you've ever watched the original Charlie Brown cartoon, he's just walking around talking to people. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of plot. It is a plot, but it's just he's just walking around saying, hey, how you doing? And they're having a conversation. Dialogue is beautiful. Dialogue and then you know, letting a story spin out and tell itself. You know, that's that's a beautiful thing. Um, of course, you know, they would have to deal with, you know, there'd be, there'd be tigers in the Appalachian, there'd be jaguars too, because they had made their way up from South America, following all the game, eating all the domestic animals that had died off, but once they were here, they're here. And then they start, you know, hunting the wild fauna we have as well. You know, it, I, it's a world that would to me would be beautiful. I don't know what in what medium I could get this created. It sounds to me like it's one of those meandering video games that you like so much. Sure. I mean, make it into a thing where I actually ran this idea by Aaron and you. Honestly, a lot of uh, the of uh, the Last of Us, the show, mm-hmm. was just kind of them 
meandering. Sure. And then at the middle of every episode, something would happen. And right. But see that, that. But see, that's where the thing is. I think people think that they need a, a, a true conflict. You can have an open-ended game that's beautiful where people just walk around looking at things and seeing what the world has become. Um, you know, going to all the places where the monuments used to be, going to all the old cities. Not because it's... Uh, threatening your life because there'd still be tourists and sightseers and that, you know, just get on your horse and we're going here now. You know what I mean? We know how to hunt. We know how to take care of ourselves. We know how to deal with people. We know how to deal with animals. That doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to always be scrabbling for existence. After a point, there is no more scrabbling for existence. There's just existence. And, and when you get existence, you get happy. The kids in Station Eleven were happy. They yeah. didn't know a world that, you know, they were the pre-pans and the post-pans. The pre-pans were seen as kind of sad by the post pans because they're what like about the salt pans. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> no, if you really look at the one of the through lines in that thing, the late one of the late motifs, um, that the kids who were born after the destruction of everything were fascinated by what the world was, but they also kind of have pity and contempt for the people who lived in it. Because they know, like, yes, you lived in an age of wonders, but it made you absolutely worthless as a person. You can't do anything. You can't fend for yourself. You can't deal with things. You know, you were panicking over nothing. There, you know, what it, you had everything at your fingertips. Why would you panic? You know, and that's what they would look at it as. Like, we live in this place where death is always on your doorstep, but we live a much better life. Maybe it's because of that. Maybe because we because we have to deal with death. Maybe it's because. You know, it's not just this pointless, staid, fucking shitty existence that, you know, nobody creates anything. Nobody does anything. Everybody sits around and watches what other people create. And then after a time, nobody's creating anything because it all turns to shit because then you have agendas for everything. You know what I mean? It's like the music becomes shit. The TV becomes shit. The movies become shit. That's what we're in. We're in a, in a toppling of society. We're in a late you know, a late Roman empire where everything, where there is no more innovation, where there is no more creativity. It's all collapsing. I mean, when you have a girl rapping about how her, her pussy is pink and her booty hole Brown, you know, we pretty much collectively end, ended fucking music. John Lennon died for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it never, Lenny Bruce d- got on stage and went to jail for things like that. I understand, but does, doesn't that make you want to vomit? It's just terrible. I mean, it is what it is. <clears throat> I remember when, is that the, the WAP song? I don't know what the fuck it is. There's 50 of them. But I remember. It's like Cardi B. I couldn't argue with somebody talking about, well, I think she's good. Why? Because she goes, bing, ee, ee. she just makes fucking noises. She's terrible. <clears throat> I remember when that song, the the WAP, the WAP song came out and everybody was like praising how great it was. Like, And then there's the right wing people that were like, this is terrible. Children are listening as well. And it's like, you guys shouldn't be paying attention to this. This, mm. you should, Like, I firmly defend their right to make that song. Oh, absolutely. I do as well. Yeah. But I'm not going to pretend it's good. Exactly. And I'm also not going to be offended by exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend it's good. Like, I saw Jason Isbell talking about how good it was. I was like, you. What? You, sir, are lying. You are lying. That makes me like him less. He wants to be famous. He is famous. He He's the be, best kind of famous. He exactly like the blend in the yeah. Yes, he, he wants to be actual street cred. He wants to be actual famous. He wants to be Taylor Swift. He wants. By to, the way, hats off to her. Yeah, great. She's doing great. Yeah, billionaire. Uh, um, he wants to be the country guy that left wing people like. Since Ryan Adams, uh, buddy, I'm sorry, you're not Sturgill Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> you're not Dolly. 
I saw a thing the other Sturgill day. Sturgill Simpson has a leg up on everybody because he doesn't give a fuck about any of it. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to make this extremely country record. And then he goes, the next one's like, I'm going to make a sort of Motown country record. And then the next one's like, I'm going to make this weird fucking synthesizer thing using Dr. Dre synthesizers. Fuck yes. Then the next one, he makes a country and Western record about a dog. He's <laughs> the best. <laughs> the next the one. best. And then he redoes a bunch of his songs bluegrass style. I have no idea what he's going to do next. He's the best, dude. He's awesome. He's um, uh, um, he's in the latest season of the Righteous Gemstones. Oh, is he? And is he a good actor? He's a very good actor. I would assume I always, so. I always said, um, um, Sturgill Simpson because Sturgill's also he, he uh, he's in Kills of the Flower Moon. Oh, is he? And so is Jason Isbell. And my quote whenever I watched that movie was Sturgill Simpson looked right at home. On screen with De Niro and uh, and, mm-hmm. and Leo, he did a great job. Jason Isbell was also in the movie. <laughs> did he not do as well? He did fine. He, did he just didn't as good as a first time. He just actor. didn't live in it. Yeah, Sergio Simpson looked right at home. I need to see that movie. It's great. Do you have eleven hours? <laughs> I know. Keep Wikipedia up when you watch it. Actually, you no, might want to do I, that. I know most, but uh, I know the case. He's in the Righteous Gemstones, and there's a scene where he's like taking over the militia that he's in and he gives like a speech and then at the end of it he just starts acapella singing all the gold in california by larry gatlin and the gatlin brothers and it's one of the best scenes of anything i've ever seen nice anyway enough sturgill simpson love sturgill simpson rules he does and you know i was gonna say the other day there's all these youtube videos can uh, the 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 cancel cult thing has almost run its course. But I saw one the other day where this guy was actively looking for something from Dolly. Actively. Come on, buddy. I'm like, she's Saint Dolly, motherfucker. She helps everybody. Everybody loves Dolly. Exactly. I mean, you got rappers and stuff like that who love Dolly. Who doesn't love Dolly? You know? If, the, if you just love her for those sweet tits. The sweet. God, she was so hot in like the Dude. 60s. Dude, that was, she was she's like the prototype for your style. Nine, nine to five, Dolly was just about where it is. That's when she got the big fakers. No, those were real. Those were real. Then? Yes, man. Have mercy. Well, she was young and heavier. Her tits were gigantic. I mean, but she was just mountain girl hot, square jaw, big boobs, big butt. You know she had to carry shit when she was a kid. Absolutely, she had to haul in water from the creek. <laughs> God damn, Dolly. Yeah, I don't understand. Like uh, the cancel thing, that's over. Oh, it's done. And it, it never really worked. Um, the only people it worked on were people that weren't any good. We got to discuss one thing, though. Speaking of cancer culture and people talking shit, did you see the Cat Williams thing? Cat Williams rules. Okay. You saw it. <laughs> yeah, I love Cat Williams. I like him, too. I love what he said about Joe Rogan, because I was like, yeah, he's kind of right. What like, did he say? Joe Rogan Joe? don't want to have me on his show. Joe Rogan's got six other comedians that he's friends with that ain't never been funny that he wants to push Is he talking there. about Bill Burr? No. Okay. No. I wonder if he had something to say about Bill Burr. He's, talk- he's talking about some of the guys that... Brandon Schaub, probably uh, he sucks. <laughs> he's one of those. Is they talking about Shane Gillis though? Shane Gillis is funny. He wasn't talking about Shane, Shane Gillis. You think? No, he might have thought he was. Like maybe he's including him. He might have just never seen Shane Gillis' shit. Shane Gillis is funny. Yeah, he is funny. Um, he went off the deep end though, talking about cabals and fucking all this shit. I'm like, nah, I didn't get that far uh, into it, dude. He started talking about how they're it's of the wrong. devil and fucking shit like that. I'm just like, yeah, he might be wrong about that. I'm like, they're wrong. degenerates, so that doesn't make them Satan worshippers. Satan isn't real, you know. So, also a lot of Epstein stuff dropped this week. <laughs> Trump, Clinton, all of them, Stephen Hawking, <laughs> Stephen Hawking, wilding out. 
rolling around Epstein oh, Island. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Bring that eleven-year-old to me. We're gonna get. I busy. love watching the cope from both sides of the of the aisle though, because there's so many lefties that are gonna be on it too. Just because he's taking pictures with and has been on the island, blah blah blah, doesn't mean he's guilty of anything. Who's that? Bill Who's, oh God, Mark are you Ruffalo. fucking kidding me? Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo said that about Mark Bill Ruffalo. You should just be the Hulk, <sighs> or don't be the Hulk. Go do something else. Be in in super serious movies that are for white people. I don't know. He's such a fucking shill sometimes, but like Bill Clinton. Definitely. Yeah, he didn't go to that island to drink tea. That motherfucker could go to any island he That's wants to. That's good tea. This is great tea. I love I'm this tea. Out of an eight year old girl's ass. I'm gonna sip it right out of her ass. Is what I'm gonna do. We didn't do bad Clinton impressions. Pretty good in Clinton. Impression. <laughs> I feel your pain. <laughs> now, one of the things that came out, at least in this current thing of drops, is that. Trump never went to the island. Okay. Clinton did. Yeah. Lots. Sure. But Trump is on that plane. I don't want the, you know, I do want this to be true because I just despise him, of course. But my desk, like, but my desk is hoping, a lot of people are hoping that Donald Trump is a pedophile. Sure. <laughs> like, don't, that means he has to have a victim, you know that? Well, fair <laughs> enough. I get it. Yeah. Okay. That is a good point that I never really thought about. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, fuck. That, is, that does make it way worse. Yeah. Because then I'm, it puts you in a, you're in the button thing, you know, where yeah. it's got the guy sweating. You can maybe hope. Wanting to be a pedophile, and then he has a victim. You can yeah. maybe hope that Chris Hansen catches him and like, have a seat. You, <laughs> my favorite Would thing you, about Chris Hansen is like, here in this chat log, it says, uh, you want to drink soup out of her booty hole. Do you want to drink soup out of my booty hole, Don? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Donald Trump stinks Have you heard this one? No, that's a whole thing I have no idea He probably does He probably does He's one of those guys That didn't wipe his ass properly Well, he's over 70 Well, I mean This you was start, when he was younger though And you start uh, Decaying from the inside out when Well, your body produces a chemical There is an old people smell That's actually proven It's not a, It's not necessarily a bad smell It smells like home It smells like My mom's house It smells it like smells my like, grandma's house It smells like flesh Flesh-colored dust is what it smells like. Yeah, which that's really what dust is. Isn't yeah. that fun? It is. Um, it's creepy. So what's going? I mean, the Cat Williams thing was great. I saw. See, this. I'm of two minds. I back. love that Shannon Sharp is hosting <laughs> this talk. <laughs> I like Shannon Sharp and everything. I actually really like him. Um, but now, Skip, Skip, what you come on? Come on, Skip. <laughs> now, Skip. <laughs> You can't do that. You can't do that voice. I can do that voice. <laughs> they need to. They need to have Dennis do it. That's a great idea. <laughs> Sorry, I had to reload my. Oh, look at that! Look, it popped up on my memories. Oh, that's neat. Look at that Back fresh face, young fella. Was that nineteen ninety six? Ninety four, I think. Um, what a year Kurt Cobain had just died Kurt Loder was on our TV Telling about it Kurt Loder Kurt Loder is somebody I really like But he stayed in that um, MTV News when he was six Yeah I mean it was just He was so out of place um, Tabitha Soren was like young and cute And she like grew with it And then she went and did something else um, I don't know man um, But the Cat Williams thing Um 
I saw him do an interview with Larry King, and Cat Williams is good at making himself seem dumb. Oh, yeah. he's wickedly intelligent. Like just all the answers he had for Larry King. You can't fight for fuck. Do you see him get beat up by? The oh, he's terrible, world? but he's four feet tall. Um, and he can't throw a punch worth a shit. But um, he was the answers he gave Larry King were brilliant. Like answer. See, a good answer to those questions, they, those bullshit questions they throw at you, is a question is an answer that's not even evasive, but just is way. You're answering them, but you're not. You know, you're like telling them something that's a good answer, but it makes you think, let's say, you know, um, I can't remember his answers to the two of them offhand, but they were just good. And I was uh, much admired him. Um, he was, you know, it's quiet. He was, he's a very gentle type of person, you know, and, um, you know, his, his stage persona is just completely different, but that's what it is, you know? Yeah. And it's, he was that way on the Shannon Sharp show, like his his persona was very quiet, but it's also, man, he has a lot of venom in there, you know, but I understand. I don't like the story he told about Cedric, the entertainer stealing like at the comedy store or with, Oh, I believe I it was a comedy. Oh, one hundred. Cedric, the entertainer is not a good comedian. He's a, he's a good comedian. He's uh, might, might not be a good writer is. of comedy. I don't think he is at all. I think there's a, there's, um, He's a good presenter of comedy. How's that? I don't know if he wrote any of his shit. He might have just been going around. His delivery isn't that even that good, man. But going up, like, seeing Cat do the joke about driving down the road. Like, I've seen Cat do it. I've seen both of them do it. I saw, I watched Kings of Comedy. Yeah. Um, God damn it. It's got to be really uncomfortable. Watching somebody just steal a joke. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's terrible, you know? Like, he um, just said, oh, that's a great joke. I really enjoyed it. And then just takes it. Because Cat Williams isn't that famous yet. That's some fucking, famous at all. Yet. That's some fucking the Mexican who's on a Mexican. It's Mencia, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of a lot of people used to do that. Oh sure, Robin Williams used to do it. And then he would give you thousands of dollars later. Oh, I'm sorry, I sold. Oh, well, he was so. I'm gonna hang myself. Oh. While jacking off. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he. I think he did it because his, his style of comedy was just you know very Jack Kerouac, he was frenetic, just in the moment. You know, uh, just spitting stuff out. I didn't like. I didn't like Robin Williams stand up at all. I'm not a fan. Not really. No. Um, I I saw though. You know how I said I've never thought Richard Pryor was that funny. I saw him do a boxing joke the other day. You know, he boxed. He was Golden Gloves. It was excellent. I really laughed. I was like, that is a great joke. That's why I've always said he's a great comedian. He's just not for me very much. But every now and then, man, he'll throw one out, and I fucking laugh my ass off. It's a very good joke. Um, There are – we almost have, in this day and age, what we had in the 90s, the 80s, the late 80s, early 90s, that glut of comedians that are just – some of them are just fucking terrible. we've reached peak. Yeah. So I think it's going to have to go underground for a while. The bubble's going to, which will be good for it, right? The It'll bubble, the, the you know the the you'll whole bubble. Your, you'll still have your big guys. You'll still have your Chappelle's. Your oh yeah, fucking Bill Burr's. Shane Gillis, Bill Burr's, mm-hmm. those guys. Yeah, but I think everybody else needs to shut the fuck up for a while, right? And actually get good at writing jokes. Exactly. Says someone who's not good at writing jokes. I don't know about that. I've never tried to write a joke. I've written a couple. I mean, I guess they were decent. Mine are very... Unless you count the one song that has a joke in it. That is actually very good. Yeah. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yeah. That's fucking good. No, I've, I've sent jokes to Trinity. I've sent dro- jokes to Andy. 
Um, Andy actually did one of my jokes. It landed fairly well. Um, Trinity. Was, was it the racist one? <laughs> they're all racist, Dutch. <laughs> God. You're really trying to get me pinned as that, aren't you? Um, well, I mean, there's not really much to say about the Cat Williams thing. It's a bunch of comedians I don't like. I don't think Steve Harvey's funny at all. I enjoy um, Steve Harvey. I don't not his stand up at all, but I just enjoy his existence in this world. Well, he seemed to be a very <laughs> friendly. He, he attacked Ludacris though, and, and he's really, from West Virginia. I enjoy that, sure. But he did attack uh, Ludacris, and I like Ludacris a lot. I enjoy him as a human. He's funny. His music, when I, some of it, I really like. Um, not all of it, but um, his acting is tremendous. He's a really good actor. He was in Crash and one and one of the best people in Crash. Um, I just think he's a tremendous talent. I don't know. He's who, got a big weed, weed stash. Yeah, uh, I'm. Yeah, I guarantee it. Um, His mom made a whole ho cake for the whole ho crew, and hose came running because hose got to eat too. <laughs> I just love the part on fucking uh, the Big Short where uh, Christian Bale's character, um, Michael Burry, is going through and fucking all these goddamn scumbag. Banks, to, you know, having them sh- make him a fucking where they're going to short the housing market and they're taking his money and they're fucking him and they're all laughing backpat when he's going back out and he's just walking through and it just it's a montage and every it intercuts it with the ludicrous at rapping and all the girls doing like this. It's like <laughs> sitting next to the money like hey hey it's uh, it's shake your money maker is what it is one of the That's best awesome. one of the finest fucking scenes in that movie which by the way is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, Right there was Citizen Kane. No. Well, I've never seen Citizen Kane. You've never watched Citizen Kane? No. It's fucking good. I'm sure it is. I've got a bunch it. of people talking like this, see? No, it's I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to make a newspaper, see? Then we're going to outlaw marijuana, see? It's not even called marijuana yet, see? <laughs> it is about William Cannabis. Cannabis. Yeah, of course. But yeah, and he tried to actively stop it. Yeah. Um, there's actually a movie about that called RKO 427 or something like that. And it's, or something, something like that. That was the the code of what the movie was, and it's just Orson Welles fighting against William Randolph Hearst to get the movie made. Um, I've never watched it. Parents really good. Um, all the people he talked about, you know, he's taught he talks shit about, you know, Cedric the Entertainer, who I don't think's funny, Steve Harvey, who I don't think's funny, but I do like him. Um, Ludacris, how I do think is I just like great. Steve Harvey hustles like. He has the radio show. He does the fucking family feud. Sure, he, he works hard. This is crazy sure, shit. Sure, good for him. That doesn't, I mean, he's just, his stand-up is just not something I enjoy. He's very stiff. His jokes don't come off very natural. I like a comedian that just delivers. How'd you feel about Bernie Mac? I like Bernie Mac. I like Bernie Mac other than his stand-up. Like, he had good joke stand-up, mm-hmm. but I liked him in things. Like, he was the funniest motherfucker in House Party 3. He was so goddamn funny. That whole scene where they get in the fight around the dinner table. He was good in the fight. He's like, oh, oh, I know you. You should call your neck but jawbone. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was good in uh, the, the Oceans movies. He's good in everything. He was a good actor, you know. Um he shit on some of the people I didn't even know. Like, I don't know who the fuck um, Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley is. Who gives a I've fuck? I've heard the name. I don't know He's also extremely homophobic. Um, I, this is a, a through line I've seen uh, where, where a lot of, it's just the truth, African-American actors are talking about how they don't want to play gay people and stuff like that. I'm like, man, you know, it, it's acting. That doesn't mean you are that. You know, it's a very... 
troubling mindset where they won't even like tiny Zeus list and was doing interviews. Like they wanted to take away my manhood. It's like, it's a fucking movie, man. It's not real. Well, it is a thing with, uh, black actors and comedians, especially putting them in women's clothing and at least one scene in every movie. Is it? Yeah. It, it sort of I don't is. think it's a fucking conspiracy it's a, it's, or anything. It's not a conspiracy, but it is a thing. Uh, fair. I, I guess. I, I just don't see it as a big deal. I don't. I see. I see this. Fra- I hate to say it because I hate this term. Kind of fragile masculinity in its way. You know, I don't want to be attached to that. It's like, dude, nobody doubts your masculinity. You know, it's it's almost desperate masculinity in in a way. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do that. Here's how masculine I am. I'm you like, know, dude, dudes, we don't we don't doubt it. I work in a warehouse. We make gay jokes all the time. Sure, we slap each other's asses. We make out a little bit sometimes. Take it too far. Blow each other in the in the in the yeah in the piles yeah 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 we get between the pallets and have anal sex sometimes. <laughs> Can you imagine doing that with one of your black friends? No, absolutely. But not. I can't imagine doing it with any of them, any of my friends. <laughs> no, but like the jokes, like oh god, no. I mean, because you can't even have the discussion with them. Like friends of mine. We've had the discussion, and we and we comes to homosexuality, and they're just dead set against it and stuff like that. And we agree to disagree. We're friends, you know. I don't want to destroy the friendship over it, but you know, it has come to points like I don't like saying that. Do not say that. You know what I mean? And then it kind of gets tense for a minute, and then we both laugh and like, hey, this is differences. And then you kiss on the mouth, and then- <laughs> differences in culture. Yeah, that's all it is. You know, that's what I chalk it up to, um, and that's okay. Um. I just, you know, that 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 is a, I mean, that that's been a joke on Saturday Night Live, where they said, "Are we going to vote for Pete Buttigieg?" <laughs> they start laughing because they're all homophobic. That is actually a very good joke. So, um, you know, just different uh, Italian culture at one point is extremely homophobic. You know, Irish culture is homophobic. You know, it's just the nature of the thing. You know, any culture which has a strong masculine component is going to have homophobia. Ironically, you know. Except for the Greeks, yeah, that is that is a wild card, because especially in Greek times, those motherfuckers are the pinnacle of masculinity, and they you don't even got to use any lube because they're all covered in olive oil. Well, I mean, they're just and they're fucking godlike. You know, it's like you the they train all the time. The Spartans, the Thebans, you know, even the Athenians. These are all motherfuckers that that war and and fighting is a you know especially for Spartans, war is is their occupation. They can't do anything else. That's why they have slaves. That's a, something that people don't understand. Well, they enslave these people. Like, yeah, they couldn't do anything else. They can't plow a field. They can't do any of that shit. They're worthless at anything else except swinging a sword and locking their shields together. And they were the best at it. But. That's a thing of I'm finding out too. That's how a bunch of olive monkeys almost took over the world. <laughs> olive monkeys. It could be olive loaves. It could be. I'm going to write that down just in case I'm going to use it as the title. <laughs> olive juicers. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're. Um, they have that. There's so many Greek cultures that are awesome, and then they. As I'm reading. About the Celts and stuff like that. There's a lot of interaction between them, and you know the Macedonians especially had a, a you know you have the it's almost like a missing link between the Greeks and the Celts is the Thracians because the Thracians were Greek, but then they had Celtic aspects of their culture. Very fascinating stuff, um, you know. But yeah, Greece being and, and the Romans, it was 
frowned upon kind of, but not. It was kind of seen as like somebody smoking. Mm-hmm. You mean know, like, I wish you wouldn't do that. Don't do that outside the door to the CVS. Come on, man. And their and their leaders, you didn't want to see somebody in public life doing that. It was seen as a vice of somebody who was who lacked self control. Well, like Muslim culture, <sighs> they have the Bachabazi thing where they are they have uh, child sex slaves and. Um, I don't get me started about fucking Islamic culture. I'm, I actually got into a war of words with a with a. He was an Arabic guy. He's, he turned out he wasn't a Muslim. We actually reached an accord, and we're like, oh, finally, this could be the first step. No, no, I, this guy was like cool. You know, he we had a misunderstanding. He was talking shit about something, and I said, you know, something about Nordic, Nordic culture. And I said, don't scratch the surface on these people too deep because you're going to find out who they used to be, and they'll fuck you up. You know, and. He's and I, I maybe I misunderstood something he said, and he started talking shit about Muslim culture. And he said, "I'm from there. I hate it and all this stuff." I was like, "Well, man, what are we arguing about?" And then he kind of answered back, said, "Nothing." You know, we just kind of got our. Is this on Reddit or YouTube? Or it was on um, YouTube, I think. Can't believe you've turned into a YouTube commenter. I know, man. Are you that desperate for people to scream at? <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> know thyself. <laughs> No, I've gotten better at it. Like, uh, you know, but I entered into the conversation on, with good faith, wanting to have a, a, a conversation to understand and like talk to somebody about like, well, what is this? You know, and then you like that guy from England who just immediately started shitting on me, you know, you know, I said, well, I'm, you know, an American of Irish descent. So therefore I have something he's, he's just like, and he just started shitting on me. I mean, he said that people who have, he said all Americans who engage in like festivals for their their culture and stuff like that are stupid. I was just like, dude, that's that's an American phenomenon. That's something we do. That doesn't make us wrong or stupid. It makes us different. Yeah, you'll see black people at freaking uh, like a what do you call that? The German thing, the Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest like yeah. you'll see people from of all things. That's sure, fucking America, you cocksucker. Right, and it's and it's come a, and take it, and it's a celebration of our culture. They act like. We're not allowed to have that. And we're only separated by a couple hundred years. As I've said before, the Celts had connections with each other across a continent, across a body of water for centuries, for millennia. You know, they and they all considered themselves Celtic. Like like when Rome and Julius Caesar was going to start attacking the Celts at the Gauls, all the Celts, even the ones who had become essentially Roman, said, Ho, oh, no. We're all related. You're not going to fucking start attacking us. And they turned and started fighting him. You know what I mean? Why can't we maintain those connections? That's why I'm learning how to speak Irish. I would I at least like to know the modern version of the language that my ancestors used to speak. So, you know, it's, it's a conscious effort to learn more and get very uh, knowledgeable about, about the culture I'm descended from, um, both in Appalachia and back across the sea so hmm. interesting you see that um, they've announced who's directing the next star wars stuff yeah i don't know what to say are they trying to destroy it i hope I mean, it's already i hope destroyed it's i hope it's good but it very likely won't be yeah i don't know man i, I think that i don't know why they're doing it I mean, I don't understand the reasoning. I mean, it used Pick to somebody that's never made a movie before to do Star Wars. They've now they've made she's made documentaries and that those are cool. 
won Oscars. They're probably good. I'm sure, they're sure they're pretty good. But that, but documenting something as opposed to writing something yeah. and telling a story are completely different. Especially something that all the people that grew up liking it hate the new version because it sucks. I've heard this strong word indifferent. I've heard this said before. It is amazing how much people have to hate something that they can like the prequels now and look at them and, and actually go back and enjoy them. Yeah. Because when it, when it comes to it, they were goofy as shit and all that stuff, but at least they told a story. Chris Gore, who used to be on G4. Um, I remember him. I think he follows me on Twitter for some reason. I think I, t- I got on Twitter early and mm-hmm. I followed a bunch of people and a, like some lower level celebrities followed me back. Nice. Yeah, it was neat. Um, he said the something along the lines of <clears throat> the biggest mistake Disney ever made was taking boy brands and turning them into girl brands, which is what they've done with right. Marvel and see and and this whole argument of there's never been strong female characters. They were all you, they you were can all pull them. The I can pull them out of everything. Sarah Connor, Ellen Ripley. Yeah, uh, give me a couple more. I mean, Roseanne. Sure. Um, no, they're they're and iconic, iconic strong yeah. female characters, but they're not beating the Princess shit out of all Leia. the men. Yeah. They're not doing all that shit. They're being what women are in a strong context. It's not well. What what we're gonna do is just be assholes and run over everybody and be pricks and be you know all that stuff like Galadriel and Rings of Power. She's fucking terrible. She's a psychopath. Nobody likes her. Why? Because she's completely unlikable. Ellen Ripley was a mother. Was you know uh, she protected the kitty cat. Well, there is that, and she, and that's a good thing. Well, yeah, but she, and then a man would not have thought twice about no, that and cat. then she took Newt. I would have walked by that cat and stomped its head just so it didn't suffer anymore. We got to be done. <laughs> got to be done. You know, <laughs> no, she took in Newt and became a mother figure to Newt. Yeah. But she also because okay, and that's that was wise. She didn't go down to the alien nest to destroy it to be a badass. She just wanted to get the fuck out of there. But the but but Newt got taken and her daughter was dead, and she had adopted Newt. This is my daughter i can't let this happen to her this won't happen to her and she's like i'm gonna die in the fucking attempt and she went down there that is so fucking heroic and brave that's unreal and apparently (laughs) ridley scott is hilarious um you know the scene where she's changing into the thing and she's in her underwear you see her butt crack a little bit yeah he said she wouldn't shave her fucking bush that thing was woofing out of there (laughs) So, so we had to digitally in the 1978, digitally take it out. Oh, shit. And it cost thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Sigourney. Amen. Um, no, and then Sarah Connor. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, she- There's did- a great scene. You'll love it in Reacher in the first season of Reacher. It's a good show, man. Uh, Robert Patrick is playing like the bad guy in that- In that- uh, <clears throat> How is he going to fight that Jack season. Reacher? He's he's like the overlord of everybody okay. or something. I guess he's still in it. Maybe it's in the second season then. And he's talking about how the somebody checked into a hotel under the name of John something and Sarah Connor. And and oh, it's, a, like, it's and an Easter egg. It's an Easter egg. Nice. He's like, well, I know the the name John Wilson. That fucking Sarah Connor doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> I love it. Thank God, I love that show it's already. A great, yeah. it's a great little fucking. See, Easter those egg. things are the fucking best. Here's how you fix, um, Hollywood and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Make stuff for dads. Reacher is a dad show. Reacher rules. It is. 
Uh, and everybody loves it. Women ter- love it. Terminal list. It doesn't hurt that guy's fucking godlike. Yeah, yeah, he's six foot five. Pro- he's probably five, but the, like you're, he looks seven foot tall. Right. He looks 400 pounds. He's probably 280 or something like that. I mean, that's a big fucking dude, though. It's a big fucking dude. Yeah. And he's all jacked. Yeah. And then he claims not take steroids. Like, ha-ha! Yeah, sure. Maybe he doesn't take steroids. No, bullshit, he doesn't. Maybe he takes... Bullshit. Maybe maybe it's not steroids. Maybe He takes HGH. Yeah, that's not steroids. steroids. HGH is HGH. You naturally make it. Just give yourself a little more. Yeah. But um, all these shows that are getting terrible reviews, but everybody loves... Uh, the Terminal List, um, Reacher. Uh, Reacher is getting terrible reviews. People aren't loving it. You know what I mean? It's just maybe it's getting better reviews. I haven't. I thought reviews. on Rotten Tomatoes is actually doing very well. Maybe Invincible is one of those that's just cleaning up. Invincible's uh, stuff like that. It's um, a dad show. Uh, there's one I watched over the weekend, uh, The Night Agent on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It has a strong dude in it who's. FBI agent has to protect a woman. Right. Lone wolf and cub story. Nice. And she helps too. She's not like some fucking weak, wilting flower. Right. She gets in the action sometimes. But these are all dad shows. Who has money? Dads. Who spends money? Dads. Who has little boys that want to watch big dudes do awesome shit? Dads. Dads. Yeah. Who has little girls that want to watch big dudes do awesome shit and hopefully one day meet a big dude and marry them? Dads. Dads. Dads have all the stuff that you want. Target everything towards dads. They're not going to do that. Not now. Your purpose. The the girl said. They've been targeting everything towards women. And they're not going to see them. Well, no, movies. and the girl, it, it's like the WNBA. It's targeted to women and they're not going. So, you the know, only, the only thing that was targeted towards women in the last so many years that did well was Barbie. And it was good. See, that's the thing, though. They target toward them and then they think that that's, that's what it is as opposed to making something good. There is. There's a line. It, it has these three pictures, three six, and it says we don't like we don't dislike strong female characters. We like bad female characters that are strong. Like on the bottom, it had Ellen Ripley and uh, Sarah Connor, and then the girl from Hawkeye, who is really good, um, Haley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. I mean, she's a tremendous actress, and I liked fucking Hawkeye. It was a good. It was okay. It yeah. was a good show. Um, Echo looks like it's going to be a good show. I have no idea. I'm really hopeful. She shouldn't be able to beat up Daredevil. She didn't beat up Daredevil. I saw a scene where she's whipping Daredevil. She got a shot in on him. She shouldn't be able to do that. He's beating her ass. Um, She shouldn't even be in the same room. (laughs) The Punisher's going to... The Punisher should should Kool-Aid into that room and kill both (laughs) of them. (laughs) Oh, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Pops in with a fucking minigun. Fucking Johnny Bernthal (laughs) just comes through. Jaw jutted out. Big nose just kills everybody. Big nose that's been broken three times. Um, no, I think I have hope. I think that some creatives are starting to. Ryan Reynolds is standing his ground against Disney, and he's winning. Um, we'll see. Well, he's won a lot of the battles. Like he, they want to take these things out. He said, no, "We're not taking them out," and they actually put them back in. Um, he is, I, I, I think I know Ron Reynolds, you know, his thought process of what he's going to do is he's going to make the movie. He's going to push the envelope. And then he is, the De- Deadpool three is going to be good. I'm quite sure. I mean, I like the writing team. I like the fact that they're standing up for things. I like the fact that 
I just think it's really going to be good. It's going to at least going to be good to me because it's going to have so much comic book stuff in it. You know what I mean? That, that I know. I, I hope it's good for your sake. No, you don't. You hope it's bad. So you no, can see me so crestfall. I want it to be good too. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go see it. Oh, I am. I'll Opening day. wait till it's free on something. Then I'll see it. I think it's, I mean, I'm really hopeful. Um, I don't think Loki was bad at all. I thought Loki is an excellent show. I think that it stumbles at points, but every show does. I think that uh, Werewolf by Night was tremendous. I think that they do make good things. I just think... But nobody watches those things. Nobody's watched anything like... Well, it's like Andor. Andor was fucking tremendous, and nobody watched it because the other things had, had been destroyed. See... You know, we talk about this. A rising tide lifts all ships. No, so it wasn't tremendous. No, no, no. I've seen the stuff that I watched. The the stuff that I didn't watch it all the way through. I should say, but the stuff I watched, I know it was good, and I know the storyline. How much of it did you watch? I watched half, half of an episode or half the season. Half the season. So it wasn't good enough to keep you coming back. No, that's not true. I get bored with things and I go back. Well, you know how I am. Even if it's good, I don't come back to it half the time. Except for with Stranger Things, we go all the way through that. We do. I'm all, but let let me qualify that. The reason I didn't go back to start going back to Andor completely is because the Star Wars brand for me has been such a heartbreaker that it's hard for me to watch things even when I like them. Does that make any sense? Yeah, because I feel a, a just a sense of desolation behind it. Like there's all this shit. Fucking uh, Obi Wan was terrible. You know, it was, it was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it had one good scene in it. Um, it was, and the the scene. Which one good scene is it? The fight. Well, so it's the fight between Obi Wan and Vader. Was good. Doesn't Obi Wan get stabbed through with a lightsaber? No, I don't think so. Okay, not that I remember. So many people get stabbed with lightsabers now. Yeah, Moses Inger and they got all stuck. survive. Yes, Moses Inger got stabbed like three times. It used Fuck to be you. if he got stabbed with a lightsaber, he had died. Yeah, and there was no coming back from that. Okay, and I hated her character. I really hated her character. She was so fucking irritating. The little girl was irritating. Um, it was just It was so bad um, yeah. Ewan McGregor was irritating at, at times The scene where um, um, uh, Pedro Pascal's lover Lady The bastard from Hilaria uh, Sand mm-hmm. The lady that plays Hilaria Sands In that show And she like Takes on two stormtroopers And punches them in the face In their helmets And knocks them out And it, it, when you Even when you don't slow it down You can tell she completely Missed the punches Yeah And one And like they're so weak looking like and they're wearing helmets, yeah. And she's using her bare fist. It would not have knocked those people out, but they knocked them out. And well, and then you, it's the just the whole. And then the, the scene where they're chasing baby Leia. Yes, that's what I'm talking. A it's two and a half year old. Fucking horrible. They should have been playing yakety sax through the entire thing. It was so bad. I was like, <laughs> I can't wait to hear people defend that. Oh, they did. And, oh, they, yeah. and Moses Zimmerman acting like this. I mean, she's terrible. But again. I would like to see her be given something that was good. You know, apparently she's been good in other things. Sure, that's what I'm saying. But in that, she's not suited for the role. Not because of her ethnicity. That's, she's just not good. That's a role that shouldn't exist. Yes. That show should have never been made. No. It was it should have it would have it sh- it could have and should have been made if they were going to make it properly. And they were never intending to make it properly. They were just Another case of we're just going to destroy this icon so we can build up so we can build up another character around it and and he so that character can shake the dust off usually her feet and it's like the thing with Ray fighting 
at going to bat the first time and beating a Sith Lord yeah. in single combat. He's fucking stupid. He's experienced. He knows what he's doing. I hate to I hate to hear the, the excuses too. She was channeling the force. Fuck you, she can't do that. She doesn't know how to do it yet. Luke Skywalker couldn't do that. And if you're trying to tell me that Ray's is powerful Luke Skywalker, you're out of your fucking mind. You've lost your marbles. Lost them. Um But I do have hope. There's good things coming out. Invincible is out. Uh what I, is the second half of that. Guy? I don't know, man, but I got I, I turned my friend on to it at work and he's now kind of mad at me. <laughs> he's like because he had, he he had heard of it, he's like oh, I've seen the advertisement. I said you haven't watched that yet. And he, he likes science fiction type stuff too. He's like no. It's like here's what you do. You go home, you just watch the first episode, and if you can walk away after the first episode, they do such a good job of making you think it's just going to be yes, like a, a, a corny kids. fucking nineties kid show, and then Omni Man comes Which in. I would have and still fucking watched. kills everybody. I would have still watched it if it was that. Like, it oh, would have been good. Kind of reminds me of uh, like Super Friends and shit. right. But I mean, and then. My friend Dio, who's a big comic book Dio guy. has rocked <laughs> for a long, long time. <laughs> but he but got- now it's time for him to pass the torch. What is that? That's the fucking Tenacious D. Oh. Is he talking about Ronnie James D? Of course he is. <laughs> um, no, he he sat down. I, I told him, I was like, dude, just go watch the first episode. And he said, I sat down and watched the whole thing. I was like, yeah, it's that kind of show. Mm-hmm. It's that good. Um, people are bitching about it. I mean, you got the uh, this new season's fucking amazing. It, it's I thought it was good. It's so far. It's not. It's not. It's it's met every expectation. But I knew it was going to happen. But even still, it met every expectation. So, um, the boys is another dad show. I have not watched the boys all the way. Through. I think the boys rules. I need to. I really. I, I know I'd like it. I watched the first few episodes. It was great. Um, I don't know where it lost me, but um. It didn't really lost me. I just kind of turned something else back on that I've seen 50 times. You watched Cobra again. Yeah. Sounds accurate. Mm. Yeah, it rules. They're, you know, like, they do wild shit on there. Absolutely. Like the very first scene is uh, the speedy guy <clears throat> running, running, through, running through someone. Running through a human being. I like, I like that Homelander is just absolutely chews the fucking scenery up. He's just a wildly disgusting piece of shit. And how have you have I never seen that guy in anything else before? He's so good. He is good. He's so fucking good. Um I really need I I hear that they have a Captain America type character. Um I need oh, Soldier Boy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I hear he's, Jensen Eccles. Means nothing. He was in a show that ran for like thirty years on like the CW. Really? Yeah. And he's only like forty five. Oh God. <laughs> um no Supernatural. I, I'm sure you've heard of that. Oh, show. everybody loved that. People show. love that show. I yeah, never watched. I didn't. It. Never saw it. Never seen it. <laughs> never seen it. Um, no, there, there's hope. There are good things. Make I, stuff for dads. Right. That's all you got to do. John Wick. Dad stuff. Dad stuff. Yeah. People Die like hard. people like seeing bullies get their comeuppance. Yeah. That's that's dad stuff. Yeah. That's the essence of it. I mean, sure. Whenever I watch Reacher, I'm. I'm Pretty sure Reacher's not going to get killed because how are you going to get a nine millimeter bullet through all that dude? Yeah, but and it's also named after him. Yeah, but it's still fun to watch the way he, that he beats the fuck out of people, right? And the cool lines that he says. I should I should qualify what I just said though. They like seeing bullies get their their comeuppance unless it's a really awesome fucking character like Darth Vader getting his comeuppance. Not so satisfying. 
because everybody loves Darth Vader. You know what I mean? He's like one of those, he's one of those anti-hero villains that have stepped, stepped beyond. He did things that redeemed him, you know? So it's like, it's a uh, Reacher's one of those, or the whole, th- all of these shows that I've been talking about, they have like at least one guy in every show that's sort of like Ned Stark or even dunk from Dunkin' egg. Yeah. They always do what they think is right. And even to their own them. fucking yeah, detriment. It cost them. And then there's shows like House of the Dragon. That's a dad show. It and is. A, and a mom show. Yeah. Even even though mostly the women are at the forefront, but then you got Damon back there. Dude, Dude Damon's moving Matt Smith <laughs> has fucking owned that role, man. I've watched all his fucking his clips when he cut that Valerion's dude fucking head off. That was amazing. I fucking love that part. He just fucking and he just puts the sword and he's like, you know, just the way he looks at him. <sighs> He can keep his tongue. He just wipes his fucking sword <laughs> off. And, and, and like the, the guard pulls their swords. He's like, no need. And he just wipes his sword and walks. He's the fucking coolest. But I've sh- I, we know, and this is spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. The fight between, is it Amond? Amond. Amond and fucking Damon is going to be the greatest fucking scene in TV history. If they do it right. He gets up and runs across his dragon and jumps. Unbuckles his. And stabs fucking Avon in his bad eye. And then they both tumble to their death in the God's eye. Now there's speculation that they're going to leave it open-ended as to whether Damon dies or not. You have, he has Actually, that right is there. in the book that's open-ended. I know, they didn't find his body. I think they need to let him die. Sure. Maybe. The, do they kill the dragons? Oh, both dragons die. Okay. Um, I was going to say, maybe they get trapped under their Amond is going to die. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, he got the, the sword came out the back of his neck. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's dead. Awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. This is one of the only shows that I've ever watched that I know precisely what is, I mean, there's five different versions <laughs> in the book. Yeah. I think they're going to piece it together a little bit. The general outline is stays yeah. the same. I wish I, I hope they're going to do or they're doing Duncan egg. It's going to be awesome, but I don't know if I'm going to watch it. Oh, you're going to watch it. Let, let me explain. Okay. You're going to watch it. I have so much love for the for the, for the the novellas. I really mm-hmm. do. I don't want them changed. I don't want I don't them. I don't think they're going to change them. No, not change the story. I don't want them changed in my head. Mm-hmm. I want to imagine the way I imagine them. It took me not watching Game of Thrones for years to go back to what my, the reset to, to how I think of them now. And even sometimes it'll creep in that they, you know, what they look like on the show. Not often, but it does happen. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it was so much to give up for something that ended so badly. Um, I think they should fix it. Everybody would come back. I really think they should, yeah. Just be like, hey, fever dream. And no, it do, picks back up right Do an Elseworlds thing. Yeah, do that. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's what James Gunn's going to. That's another thing. The corn sweat, the pictures of corn sweat, he looks exactly like Henry Cavill. And I and I'm just connecting in my head. He's doing that on purpose to make him because he's going to have. Him There's another one, The Witcher. The first season, they of the Witcher fucking fucked that. Pretty show. good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. He cast the exact right guy to play that guy, and then they just destroyed him who, in his own show. A guy who read the books, played the games, Love loved, loved the lore, mm-hmm. and then they do it his way in the first season. In the second season, they try to start changing things, and yeah. it's like, and he speaks out about it. Says you got to respect they the shame lore, him. and yeah. then they shame him. And yeah. he's like, all right. Hire the third 
Australian brother in that brother trio <laughs> to take over for me and see how that goes. I'm going to go make this extremely much more nerdy thing. War, War, Warhammer. War, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I hate what they did to him. It's, I hate it. Yeah. Losing that and Superman in the same six months. Well, he, he gave one of them up. Yeah. He gave the Witcher up mm-hmm. and he's like, fine. You guys do the thing you want to do. I'm just not going to have my name on it anymore. Uh, I just, they, they're destroying property. Somebody said, I forgot what I was watching. It was about the Witcher and, uh, I'm not even like, I, I liked the show in the beginning cause it's cool watching a big, awesome dude go around, do awesome things. Right. And there's tits in it every now and then. Oh, sure. You got me. Whole reason. I Monsters. Started, whole, whole reason I started watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome dudes doing awesome things and tits. And then. It took my my second or third watch to actually get the story a little bit, mm-hmm. and then after I read the books, now it's the only thing I think about. But, <laughs> but yeah, you're always watching lore and stuff like that. But um, that's why I'm always sending you Game of Thrones stuff. The uh, what was I? What was I talking about? Witcher. Oh. Yeah. Um. They just. I saw a thing where he was in the third. I guess the third season now. Is that what they're on? <laughs> the the actual Witcher was in less than twenty five percent of it. Yeah. What are we doing? They're doing what those people do. They take something and they completely shit on it. And they think they're making it better because they're... See, there is no group of people more dangerous than people who think that they're changing things fundamentally. You know, they, they, there's, a, there's a, a wrong to be righted. What? Good storytelling that needs to be righted? You know, I, I just I can't stand the, the effort to make things... People don't see... You know... Uh, People don't see themselves in things so much that, you know, when I was a kid, all the kids who played basketball didn't say, well, I can't be Michael Jordan because he's black. They just wanted to be Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The whole thing is absurd. And it's the same thing. I mean, it, I don't When we were out there playing basketball, the only white guy that you would pretend to be was Larry Bird. Right. And the other three guys were, were pretending like we were in the all-star game. Yes. I'm passing to magic and I'm mm-hmm. passing to fucking they're people yeah. kids see things in a far less racist way than fucking adults do and they're just people and they should be just people and it's just i don't i, I mean then they just want to push things on people and destroy even the group of people they're trying to reach out to don't like it because they're like that's not what it is that's you're destroying this thing well they're, well, they're um they're marketing to a group of people that don't have money and that don't go see things they just watch the reviews of things for the people that already have the same opinions of them, the people that have money and like to go see things don't get marketed to at all. Right. So they watch things on Amazon, like Reacher, mm-hmm. like Am- Amazon's fucking up with some things. Oh yeah. Like the Lord of the Rings thing and uh, the God, wheel of time thing. They're fucking up some things. They're fucking up the real nerdy shit. Really, I heard the Willing time did better this season. I haven't tried it. I Maybe did. I should try. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't After going back And trying to read the books again I don't even like the books Why would I watch the Fuck show Fuck it I'm not going to try it then I'm going to forget that I even watched the first season I, I watched mean, the first season So we would have something To talk about Yeah and <laughs> There were points That were cool The he's, visuals were cool He's great at world building But he's terrible At telling a story And And then you get Whatever first time director They probably hired To direct each yes. episode And you're, you're investing all this money And then you're putting in Shit and it's you know I don't know when probably the cheapest show that they have to produce is Reacher, and it's doing the best. And it's absurdly good. Every every 
<laughs> like there was a line in the last episode where uh, they need to hack into this girl's figure out this girl's gamer tag because she's got her switch with her and she's mm-hmm. playing games where she wherever she is and she's with her mom who's like this important target and <clears throat> one of the one of the people on his team gets in there and it's like she gets in there and reacher's like i don't understand why people play these video games it's a waste of time and the girl who's doing the hacking says well you, it seems like you'd uh, like a good first person shooter and he just goes i am a first person shooter and that's the joke. <laughs> that's it's lame, the, but it's still funny. Yeah. Because yeah. he literally is. Right. He's killed hundreds of people right. in this show already. Oh, man. I, I just think that uh, they can't keep doing it forever. I, I think that they're going to try to, you know, Bob Iger and them are leaning into it. They're trying to change it. They're they're trying to change everything, and then it's going to cost them everything. Sooner or later, the, the they're, they're going to run out of money, and they're going to destroy those companies. Well, like – a while back, not even a couple months ago, he said they're going to start focusing on quality over quantity. And then he was completely full of shit. They announced this new Ray thing. Nobody liked it. Nobody exactly. Liked Ray. What's it going to be? What's I feel bad for Daisy Ridley. She seems to be a perfectly yeah. sweet and nice person and can yeah. probably be a good actress. But they have taken her and saddled her with the most polarizing, you know, non. Uh, character arc character ever. What are you going to do now? You've done everything already. You held a ship from go- from going out of fucking orbit with the Force. Darth fucking Vader couldn't have done that. Yoda couldn't have done that. How the fuck are you going to write? It's like Superman. You have to create massive villains for the guy, or at least throw in something that's going to lessen his power. That's the only way to do it. But he has a character arc. She has none. So, I mean, everybody's talked about Superman. Well, he's a Mary Sue. No, he's not. No, he's not. He has lots of flaws. Lots of flaws that he's trying to overcome. If for one thing, he's so gentle, and he never really opens up on people. That's his thing. You know, he's afraid to hurt everyone. And then when he does, watch the fuck out. And everybody wants that to happen. Like, that's one of the best parts of um, the death of Superman, is when Wonder Woman looks at him and says, Clark, do not hold back. Give him everything you got, or he won't stop. She knows him. Like, and the, and the fact that this thing has just beaten her fucking senseless. And she's, you know, she's powerful. She can punch with Superman for a minute, but he could kill her if he wanted to. It's like the Homelander thing. Mm-hmm. If Superman, Superman would do that to the Justice League, if he just decided to kill him one day, as long as Batman didn't know he was going to do it yeah. and couldn't figure it out, <laughs> Batman would stop him because he'd have a whole set of fucking parameters. Thrown in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I he's, mean, he's figured out how to make <laughs> fucking kryptonite. Right. And actually, Superman helps him in that. I was watching it. I was the Hush storyline. Poison Ivy had gotten a hold of Superman. And then Batman had to fight him, so he had a ring. There's a part. It's a, not in the the show was decent, but the comic book was great. It's Jim Lee, one of the giants of the fucking industry, one of the greatest fucking villains ever created. Hush, and he punches Superman with that kryptonite ring on, and the the and it's Batman's talking in his head. You know, you got thought bubbles. He said, "I almost shattered every bone in my hand." He said, "I hope it hurts him." <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a kryptonite ring on. And then after they're done. Uh, like it gets taken off of him or something like that, and it be- begins to be eliminated. But the Superman, they of course Superman and him win. Superman gives him that fucking ring back. Like it's weak in me. He's like, he's like, and he tells Superman, "Thanks for giving it to me." You know, and he's just like, "Well, somebody takes if somebody takes control of me. You need to have that contingency to be able to beat me." Because isn't that just the coolest fucking character mm-hmm. trait that he's that cares about people that much that his own safety is sometimes. Is well, not sometimes, always secondary. 
It's always secondary. That's his flaw. He has no selfishness. You know, he's, I mean, I, I can't wait for the James Gunn movie. I think it's going to be fucking great. I think it's going to knock it out of the park. I really do. Um, he doesn't give a fuck about the, the shit they want to do. He's doing what he wants to do. That was probably part of the deal. I think they're turning him loose because yeah. they saw what he did with Peacemaker and exactly. the Suicide Squad. Those movies and that TV, the movie and the TV show are fucking good. Yeah. They're fun. Think about him with Superman where he gets to do all the, he did the, he did cool shit with Thor. Now he's going to ha- have a character that's 10 times as powerful. How awesome is that going to be? You know? Yes, everybody. I said Superman is 10 times more powerful than Thor. Yeah. He really is. <laughs> he's Superman. Exa- well, I mean, that, there's that whole, there's always the argument. If you get in the chat, I don't want to get in the chat rooms about that, but you have all these people going back and forth at each other. Well, this person, it's like, they're all imaginary. It really doesn't matter that much. But, you know. But, but if we're going to invent a world where these people are real. Right. Superman is. The topper most of the popper most. It's like, well, I mean, it's like Superman versus the Hulk. I'm like, every day and twice on Sunday. You know, Superman, he, he's, he, the Hulk is super powerful and he keeps on getting stronger, but he's got a top limit and it's not going to be what Superman's is. Don't get me wrong. He can knock Superman across the planet. He's powerful. Hulk is super powerful. But Superman will get back up and fuck him up. It's just all the, all can he fly around the world and make him go ju- backwards? <laughs> Superman. Superman one was, dude. That movie is so fucking good. I loved it. I don't. I mean, don't they? Didn't they still make at Marvel? They made people watch Superman mm-hmm. one. Then how the fuck are they fucking up? You, you know what? Stop I mean? making them watch that. I guess. And we've talked about this before. The performances turned in on that fucking movie, flawless. Glenn Ford, the greatest Jonathan Kent, and he had twenty minutes of screen time. You know, it's just fucking amazing. Um. I thought Kevin Costner did not a bad job too, though. What he was given, he was. I mean, sure. he's Kevin Costner. He's not ever going to turn in a fucking phone in. And I thought I've, you know, Man of Steel. I have my problems with. Um, but I thought that uh, Russell Crowe did an excellent job as Jor-El. I mean, he just. But it was just kind of. I don't know, man. It's just something that didn't quite. Michael Shannon, I didn't care for, even though I know he's a great actor and he really is. Um, I watched him in the in the. Uh, Flash. No, I haven't watched Flash yet. I need to watch. I think you'll love it. I like prob- not like in a <clears throat> in a comic book, not, yeah. comic booky kind of way. Yeah, this isn't a good movie, but this is a fun movie. Right? It's not like good. And well, my buddy watched it. He hated it. He said, "Don't waste your time with the Flash." I'm like, I'm going to watch it eventually. Um, I enjoyed it. I I just thought it was dumb. And of course, you get to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. And that was such a waste. If it, if, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm saying that he's so awesome that you know, if had they created a good storyline for him, it would have been really great. Um, I like the the Supergirl thing. That's a great idea. I mean, they did co-op Superman's story from the Flashpoint Paradox, mm-hmm. where he was held in a lightless room and was emaciated and all that stuff. That's one of the coolest parts of the movie in the comic book. Well, and, and in the fucking cartoon. An- animation, yeah. Yeah, when he gets out and he just starts drinking and all that fucking, he just starts, his powers just come on so fast he can't control them. He cuts right through somebody with the fucking laser vision because he can't stop it. I mean, that shows you how powerful the guy is, you know. Um, make stuff for dads. Yeah. I mean, that's the through line. That's the late motif we have is make stuff for dads. I mean, it's true. It is. It's true. We should do favorite things. Okay. We kind of already have been. I know, but it's been a good app. It's been a lot of heavy stuff.
favorite things. Well, with the new, with the new year coming, you know, we always have the resolutions, and if not resolutions, then things you're going to determine to be good at. So, for me this year, it's boxing and learning to speak Irish, and um, Duolingo is pretty great. Like I've, I, my vocabulary is pretty large already. It's only been not even a month yet. So um, I can say basic things like uh, just introduce myself. Gia Ditch, uh, Charles is on him dumb. Uh, is Mariconic May, uh, Laurium, uh, Berla, August, uh, Guelga. I just said my name. I'm hello. My name is Charles. I'm from America. And I speak Irish and English. You know that's the basic of anything. Um, you can ask where things are. Where's the bathroom? Cawheel, um, on, I don't know what the word for bathroom is yet. I know like train and banyo. Call, <laughs> that's, that's Donde esta la banyo. Yeah. Uh, Cawheel on train. Cawheel on train go, uh, by la Aja Kirk, Aja Clea. That's Dublin. Uh, Cawheel on train go Kirky, where it's a train to Cork. Um, uh, Tan Irsmalen on show. The museum is here. Tan Irsmalen on shin. The the museum is there. You know, just basic things. I'm learning about sports terms now, which I'm excited about. I uh, can't remember because it's new. Um, it's one of those things. If I got thrown into it, you don't think you would do it, and then all of a sudden it just comes out because you've learned it so so cold, and you have a memory you stumble, and then it starts pouring out. You know, like I can order something in a restaurant. Um, um, uh, coupon te August. Uh, How many different ways are there to say potato? I've not even heard the word. I've not even learned the word potato yet. It's weird. Coupon te August uh, capra little oil. That means uh, a cup of tea and a sandwich, please. What uh, kind of sandwich? Uh, Whatever it, sandwiches they serve. It, yeah. <laughs> I, I know like words for things. Tea is te. Coffee is cafe. Uh, cake is coca. Um, Apple is ul, orange is a rashta. You know, just little things that are fun to learn. You know, some it can get frustrating. Like some days, when I'm stumbling over things. Um, once you learn a basic thing, though, where is this? Is it is tashe? It is like you know, I can do the weather. Tashe kershnakta. It's raining. Or tashe kershnakta anakt. It's snowing tonight. Tashe ker bashti anakt. It's snowing. It's raining tonight. Tashe Tashe for August Skamlock Anakt. It's cold and cloudy tonight. You know, and it's a really cool sounding language. You know, I think. And what does it sound like? German. Does it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's got links to Ger- Ger- Germanic language and and Celtic language have links because those two people and were a little bit were related. Of, there's a lot of in it, so it also kind of sounds like Portuguese. Well, Portuguese actually has a, a Celtic component because Portugal and the Iberian Peninsula were once controlled by the Celts. Mm. So a lot of that culture blended in with the cultures that came later. So it's very odd. The Celts are a very odd group because they have so many different groups of them. You know, you had the Celts, the insular Celts who are in. We're the real Celts. <laughs> Shit. It's fucking absurd. But um, no, the Celts that were on the British Isles were insular. And then you had different groups. You had the Picts who were Celtic, the Caledonians who were pretty much the Picts. You have the the Scots, you know, who speak. I could you can carry on a conversation with somebody from Scotland 
in Irish because it's Gaelic, but there's little differences that would be like, you know, you can understand each other, but it could be stumbling at times. You know what I mean? Um, like in um, the 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 show um, Outlander, he calls her Sassanak. Should I watch that show? It's good, actually. It's really good, actually. Sassanak. Sassanak. Sassanak is, is English. Like, say, um, you know, I can say, uh, uh, is Americanic May. You know, I'm, a, I'm American. Or is Sassanak May. I'm English. Is Albanak May. I'm Scottish. Is Aranak May. I'm, is, I'm Irish, you know. Um, I mean, I love speaking it. It feels good to actually be able to, you know, because I, I would freeze up at times at first and, you know, all the stuff I learned, like I learned so much, why can't I speak it? You need to find somebody to also learn it so you guys can talk like that <clears throat> to each other in strange places and people think you're foreigners. That would be try awesome. to rob you. Yeah, that'd be great. And then you can use your boxing. There you go. Always thinking. The boxing is going pretty great. Um, I feel... I mean, we both talked about this. You threw a really good punch. Oh, you finally saw me in action there at the. At the gym. No, it's good. Okay, you you come off your back. Foot I kind of forgot a little bit. You come off your back foot too much, and you hang your punches too much. You're you're not snapping them out and pulling. I'm them back. loopy because I've got long arms. I've noticed that. Well, sure, but that that means you should just keep them in tighter and throw and and draw them back. But you do throw a powerful punch. Um, I. Do throw really hard. I throw really hard punches. Yeah, I noticed that. Um. If they hit a person, they would really fuck them up. Um, I like that. It makes you feel good. Um, my favorite is the uh, the, the uh, trigger step one two. I showed you that one where I put all my weight on my front and bang bang. You know, just you're coming through with the with the with the jab. It's a power jab, and then you're coming with the fucking cross right behind it. Before you even bring the jab back, you're already coming with the exactly. Right. Once you're throwing this punch and you're throwing this one as the one's being drawn back, and you. You know, you're kind of sacrificing with the trigger step. You're you're sacrificing, putting putting yourself out of position. You're gambling. I'm gambling, knocking this fucking person out. And I, like I said, with a one two, we discussed this. With a one two three, you can knock out pretty much anybody, as long as you can throw them good. You can you three can is an uppercut, right? Three is a hook. hook okay, is right hook. I mean, but it's reversed for me. This is everybody else. This is a one. Yeah. For me, that's a one. left jab. Yeah. Or right jab. But you're lefty too, aren't you? Yes. So it would be the same. You know, throwing out with your right hand jab, but then I can also something I've also learned to do is is switch position. I can already also throw a really good right cross. Never could before. Bang bang. You know, you just fucking um, your hands become so fucking hard, and like after hitting things so many times. I mean, my knuckles, my knuckles just stand up after hitting shit for so often. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, I think I noticed that last week. Yeah, I mean, it's like when I'm just sitting here like that, you can just you're building extra bone. Yeah, and it's like I can hit the teardrop bag. Mm-hmm. I used to mean it always felt like I was breaking my hand. Now I can just fucking wail on it. I can throw an uppercut at the teardrop bag, a hook at the upper at the at the teardrop bag. It's water in it. You you put water in something with rubber surrounding it. You know, how fu- it's like hitting concrete, but I can crack it really fucking hard. Um, the punch bob thing, I can turn it when I hit it. It'll it'll turn. Do you uh, wrap your wrists and all that no. stuff? I mean, I maybe I should, but I've never had. I, don't a, know. I never. Well, had you a, do lots of lifting, so it should that's the joint. That's the thing too. I'm I'm combining those things now. The weightlifting has suffered. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, um, be fine. Well, I'm okay with. You it. You don't need to be that. 450 pound squat guy and 500 pound deadlift guy. Well, no, because those guys can't fight. Yeah. By and large, they they usually can't fight. I shouldn't say they can't fight. There are guys out there that can do that, that can fight. But it's hard to serve two masters. If you're going to go in the gym, it's like Eddie Hall. 
people say you can hit really hard. I'm like, uh, can he? You can get hit a lot too. Yeah, I mean, you there's can, a reason why Thor dropped about eighty pounds and was and in order. Eddie got him on a on a on a lucky hook and knocked him down. It didn't hurt him. And also, Eddie can hit okay, but there are women that get hit harder than he can. You know, these women. You see some of these women boxers yeah, throw a punch. Clarissa Shields can fucking throw punch. She's she a piece of hard. shit, though. I fucking hate her. She might be. I have no idea. She's she's so fucking dumb. I mean, she's just an asshole. She she talks shit to all these male boxers that would absolutely murder her. And then she gets dropped in fucking in sparring. And then she claims a guy took padding shit out of his gloves. I'm like, you're fucking lying. Everybody knows you're lying. And then she's, I'm going to go get my knife, my knife from my car and stab him. It's like, you're a fucking high-level athlete. What the fuck are you thinking? You know? Shouldn't be boxing dudes. Yeah. It's one thing to spar. And she talked shit to him before. And he kind of looked at his coach and 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 he was like, well, what do I do? He's like, well, give it to her if she wants it. Bang! He just hits her. And he didn't even hit her. He hit her with a fucking hook that wasn't even that big of a hook. Oh, you've seen the video? Yeah. And, you know, she does throw a good punch, but he's off the center line, and she's off the center line. He saw where her head was going to be, and he fucking just turned into it. He didn't throw that punch very hard, and he knocked knocked her out. He knocked her down, and she was was wobbled. Had she gotten up, she wouldn't be able to fight anymore. Apparently, either last night or night before in Miami, aliens. I've heard about this. It's hard to find out what's going on, but, like, nobody's really talking about it. What is my friend Michael Gordon? Michael Gordon, if you're listening to this uh, podcast, you you asked me about this. I forgot to look into it, so we're going to discuss it now. Is this real? Well, right now here we have a Twitter video of it's an alleged video of a man FaceTiming his father, who's a police officer in Miami. Okay. I heard about this. My dad's a police officer in Miami, and I mean, like, he's even running for sheriff. And I I just talked to him. He didn't say anything about that. Hey, hey, did you, uh, have you been seeing the alien stuff? Did you see that in the, at the Bayside? Uh, Are you serious? This could be completely You're fake. You're joking. I think it's a world world thing. Talk about it? We would have footage in this day and age. I mean, there's footage like these are Let people me on the ground. But these things seem to have disappeared. And then there's footage of like a bunch of lights above. But why would they need lights? You know, if they're in these spacecrafts. Like there's footage of this, but you don't really see anything. Like it's already relooped. This is official response from Miami PD. Okay, that's fake. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it just cuts to the cuts to the uh, Chappelle show. Says this is Bibble. <laughs> it's Bibble for shizzle and all about Bibble. Bibble. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was most deaf in that fucking costume. <laughs> and here's this seems to be footage of Dobby. That's that's what they described him kind of looking like ten foot tall Dobbies. If you that know. would be the grace. Yeah. And I don't like know. It's me leaving Miami Mall with the stray dog I found. <laughs> <laughs> this I, is the thing. I love the memes. No matter what happens, there's going to be. We memes. make fun. Yeah, we make fun of it. Um, That's what I like about internet culture. I don't know, man. Uh, like this, this probably fake, but that's kind of awesome. You, you add the grainy filter so it doesn't look mm. as fake. There, right there, it looks fake as fuck. Yeah, when you see the lights. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But I do love that. Uh, oh, somebody says aliens oddly come and tell us God is fake 
from another nebula. They should be so worried. I have no idea. Yeah. <clears throat> Nobody knows what's going on, but it's great. Uh, is the Miami thing legit? It's probably not. A lot of people seem to think that these aliens have always been here. Like they live in the ocean. Like a lot of the like the a lot of the things you see, like that you've seen the Tic Tac video. It's a guy. It's a it's a fighter pilot, and they're doing like a training thing. I think I've seen it. Yeah, off the coast of San Diego, and they're way way out there. And there's like this tiny thing, and it just defies our physics. Sure, like it goes from forty thousand feet to five feet above the ocean mm-hmm. in half a second. Right, and then it goes into the ocean. Apparently that's real. Yeah. Well, Commander David Fravor is his. Uh, he's not impeachable. Yeah. Like yeah. his. He's beyond reproach as right. far as like being a dude, right. an awesome guy. Apparently, right. but I don't know. Maybe also it could be our technology. It could be something that we have. Yeah. You know. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'm. I really don't know what to think. There's cave I've, drawings of like giant creatures and. Things floating above the earth. Okay. You know? There's one thing about that. Pete, here's one thing that bothers me about that. People have always had imagination. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. They should be, t- they could, they could. But we still imagine the same things. Maybe. Well, we're all human beings. We're going to think, I mean, okay, there's in the book, the hero of a thousand faces. The hero story is the same for virtually every culture on earth, even ones that didn't have any contact with each other. Hero goes through this period. Hero goes to this period. You know, the, the Luke Skywalker story is the hero's journey. Hero of a thousand. Yeah. Hero's journey. Uh, even Jesus is the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. So uh, Christians, I'm not every, saying every good story you've ever seen is basically the hero's journey. Exactly. Christians, I'm not saying that didn't happen. I'm just saying that's what the, it does happen to conform to that. Um, so yes, there's no reason to believe that they wouldn't have been telling. You know, they had gods. They had. They needed to explain things. Well, these giant people do these things. These giant people are. You know, and people they lose, especially in in periods of like a, a dark age. Okay, there were people who found Germanic. I mean, Roman ruins and thought that giants built it. It's like, it was the Roman fucking empire. You didn't know about the Roman empire? And people were like, no, we didn't know about it. Why the fuck we didn't interact interact with those people? And that was a thousand years ago. Anybody who would have known that, the, the, the scale of time with people, it's like, I got in, our, in an argument with that idiot from England. He said, well, that was during the time of crisis. Like, that's 2,000 fucking years ago. That's a long time. You know, he's trying to claim that the Scots aren't indigenous to the UK and stuff like that. I'm just like, you're just... Full of shit. And you, I would have replied, "Your mom's indigenous." <laughs> to my God, got him. <laughs> Toasted. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what, what did the kids used to say? Got him. Yeah, got him. Bird. Um, I'm a big got him guy. <laughs> like Adam posted a picture of his uh, birthday cake on on Facebook, and it was a disc golf basket with two discs in it and a bunch of discs laying around it yeah. on the grass. Somebody made that cake? Yeah, his wife made it. Oh, nice. And uh, I, the only comment, I didn't say happy birthday. Didn't know it was his birthday. Didn't care. Just commented underneath it, too many discs in the basket. <laughs> then I said to myself, got, got him. him. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, you know, we've had this discussion before, like, Anybody who doubts, if you're a person that doubts that there could be aliens, 
you're really fooling yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, now whether they've been here or anything like that is another matter. But if you're saying, well, there's no aliens, the universe is infinite. And there's infinite universes. Exactly. There's somebody, they could be interdimensional beings. Mm -hmm. They could be interdimensional pedophiles. (laughs) It could be time travel. It could be. It could be any manner of things. It could be all the things. Yeah. So, you know, do I think they've come here? Well, I've never seen one and I don't know. Um, I'm not going to say it's not, but I'm not going to say it is. Who knows? I think there's something, you know? Like, I don't know. I think uh, humanity used to be like a different kind of advanced. You know how we used combustion engines and did all this stuff, and Mm -hmm. that's the path we took. I think uh, before whatever happened, cataclysms, some sort of cataclysms, there's reasons why... There's big craters and like we've been hit by shit before. We're in a shooting game. Oh, absolutely. And there's reasons why all these things died off all at once, and there's evidence of that. Well, I mean, the, the dinosaurs, the the, uh, the the comet that hit the Yucatan Peninsula mm-hmm. created nuclear winter, killed everything. Like they built the pyramids, and we can't fit with all the things we have and all of our technology. We can't figure out how they did it and line them up perfectly with. With the things, we can't figure out how they got those giant stones okay. from a quarry hundreds of miles away, all this stuff. Here's what I'm going to say to that. Maybe it's not for us to know. No, it's not that. We, as a society, like the, it was the whole thing in South Park where they're trying to get somebody to, f- to fix something. We have now become to a point where nobody can do shit, right? Mm-hmm. What happens when you know that entire society dies? And the people who knew how to do shit no longer, no longer exist. You know, I, I don't know, man. I mean, we don't know because we just haven't discovered it yet. It's not because it's impossible. Oh, I didn't say it was impossible. No, no, I'm not, I know you're not. Like, I just think they had different. They had a different type of engineering than we do. Like, we don't make a crane that can lift those fucking boulders. Those fucking. You, but you can counterweight anything. I guess you can. You know what I mean? But like you hauling, like one of those blocks in the pyramids we don't make a truck that can carry it right from there people are not much less hundreds of trucks well but people are they are discounting what human beings can do when when you are determined to do something why were they determined to do that because, we still don't know why people they, are crazy we still don't know why they built them that's what's crazy that's what human beings i mean p- human beings there was a great quote is in a star trek movie of all things um we're the sex organs for the machine world. <laughs> no. Captain Kirk had fallen off of a mountain and Spock saved him. He said, why were you climbing that mountain? And he's just like. Um, because I could. Yeah, because it's there. Yeah. And Spock was just like, that is the most peculiar human thing. That well, you that, do things just because. You isn't know? that why they, what Sir Edmund Hillary said whenever he was climbing the first guy to yes, climb out? Yes, because it's there. Yeah. I mean, human beings. I do think that we pat ourselves on the back for this, and I do think that. But I do think that if we encounter other other aliens who are trying to figure us out, they will be mystified by this ocean. They just keep he- doing stuff. Why do you do this? Like because it, it's never been done before. Yeah, but it just doesn't seem to be something you should do. We don't understand this, you know. But I also think here is a terrifying thing. What's well, one thing? That's what <clears throat> um, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson says. If there are aliens. Why would they have any interest in us? Why do we have interest? We have a, people whose whole field of study is ants. Right. You can't even see the motherfuckers if you're not looking for them. Exactly. And they that's their entire lives is looking at ants. There's people who study amoebas and bacteria, mm-hmm. and that's their entire lives. Right. New breakthrough in the amoeba factory today. 
nobody gives a shit but that guy, but he does it. You well, know? yeah, there'd be and somebody out there being interested in So, it. obviously, if they're anything like us, which they might be, they might not be, they might be us from the future or the past. Okay, or, but they think, would be interested in Think this. how you would react. Okay, this is something I do with myself, and it can be terrifying. Think how you would react if you saw a humanoid, a humanoid creature that it's – and it's real. It's not – digital it's like, actually the best way to do this is if somebody can with practical effects do it and make it and have it walk into the room it is so terrifying because it's something so against anything that you you have no frame of reference you'd for immediately it. scream and shit your pants basically yes it's, it's like it, the first time a baby sees a snake or the even seeing an animal that doesn't exist anymore and some of the animals that have existed would horrify you like at one point there was a hoofed predator that is the descent that is the progenitor of goats and sheep there were hoofed predators that had teeth and and what what would you think if you saw that thing galloping towards you with giant teeth that looks like a looks somewhat like a sheep but somewhat like a pig and all these things and it and it has hoofs and it's coming to eat you imagine it to look like the unicorns from game of thrones Yes, those are actually going to be woolly uh, rhinoceroses, by the way. I can't wait. Um, I'm quite sure. Um, Rhinocerosaurus. Rhinoceroses. Well, I mean, just look at rhinoceroses. Those things yeah. are terrifying. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you had no frame of reference for rhinoceros, and then well, you saw that thing. And you're, and you're like mowing the lawn, and like one just appears. Like, what the fuck is that? Exactly. Now apply that to humanoids, things that can speak and are talking to you, and they're and they're and they have no, like like the greys. The greys are just going to stare at you because they don't have anything human about them. They don't understand how we look at each other. They don't that we look away from each other. That there's all these little things that we do that they don't do. It's going to be horrifying, even if they're not trying to be horrifying. You know what I mean? That's what's scary about them. Now consider the fact that they were likely going to be hostile. If they come here, they're probably going to be hostile. Um, you can put, I would put 60% of your shit on the fact that they're probably going to be hostile. Um, and then there's always this thing though. They're always portrayed as having this Uber technology and stuff like that. They may very well have that compared to us, but maybe their technology went another way. Okay. Nuclear weapons are something that is so terrifying. What if they have something they, they completely surpass that? What if they are, and we are a savage species. We really are. I mean, Anybody that the whole discussions over people's doing this stuff, or our people were peacefully, your people weren't peacefully doing shit because you're people. That's what you're fucking doing. You're killing, raping, and enslaving your fellow human beings because that's what you do. You're people. That's what people do. Um, maybe these other creatures never did that, so they don't understand. And they're trying to get into it, or they're yeah. trying. To, they're trying to understand us, and but and, and all their technology went through. They. Imagine they are peaceful. Imagine they're like trying to understand us. They're like, well, we went this way and then we wanted to travel and we you came to a point where we understood that for us to breed out of control was going to destroy everything. In, in short, maybe they were a species with a better long-term plan when they finally were able to get together and do things. It could have been a way we could have gone. We just didn't. So and then they come here. And yes, they have technology to travel. They have technology to do all those things, but they don't have the weaponry. I mean, who says they would automatically have weaponry? And then they're going to see some of the things we have. Well, they made a thing where it's a metal tube, and they have an explosion that throws another piece of metal, and it goes and kills another one of them. Trying to explain that to a culture, it'd be like me trying to explain to somebody who's less enlightened. Well, 
they have this thing where they they create these craft that just you ever want to stab somebody really far away but you don't want to walk to them <laughs> that's why <I> got guns <laughs> guns it's fucking brilliant um <laughs> stab shooters yeah um no, trying to explain to somebody who's who, who, and I've heard this, you know, that it terrifies me. That they have no inner monologue, and trying to explain to them aliens. Well, they did. They maybe they're this. Maybe they create these craft to just go long distances and explore things. Well, they don't need to take anything. That never occurred to them. Well, I don't understand that. Yes, you don't understand it. That's exactly the way a lot of them would be with us killing each other. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe they would find Weren't our, they killing more? Or may, yeah, maybe they find our weaponry quaint. Or why the fuck haven't they gone out and conquered these other planets and extracted uh, resources from them? And we're found, getting there. And Well, that's where we're heading. We're actually, we are heading that way. The best movie for this, um, for that, that example I'm talking about, the, the super like powerful but also benevolent you know, you can have, okay, there'll be, be different, the way, to my mind, there'll be different varieties of alien. You'll have the super powerful, benevolent, but capable of terrible things. You'll have the ones that are just going to do terrible things, and they're capable. You'll have the ones that are just travelers and can't do and can't do awful things because it's just not in them. And then you have the ones that are traveling and can do terrible things, but they're just not, you know, compared to us, they're, that level of technology is just not, see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. The day the earth stood still has the first kind. One of the best fucking sci-fi creations ever. You know, uh, the guy... Uh, is this a Keanu Reeves vehicle? It's a piece of... That's the piece of shit. When I'm talking about the 1951 version, which is one of the best movies ever made. His name's Klaatu. He's from... He is sent to talk to the rulers of Earth. The Take me to your leader. That's basically where that... That's where that comes from, essentially, is that movie. Um, and he's pulling something out, and it looks like a gun, and they shoot him. And then he's in the hospital and they're having a conversation. Michael Rennie, by the way, plays him and does the best fucking job ever. It's a B movie and he fucking kills it. And he just has this conversation with him. He's like, he's like, we were content to leave you alone. We, you were primitive of a sort, but you seem to be going away. But then you detonated that nuclear weapon. That makes it everybody's problem. He comes down and he says, you're going to fix this and be in peace or you won't exist anymore because we'll come and destroy you. It's like, we can't have you fucking turning the apple cart over for everybody else. Stop fucking off and get peaceful or we'll come and destroy you. You know what I mean? And he it demonstrates just a little bit of that power. He turns the robot loose and nothing can stop him. You know, they did. Had they done that movie properly with a remake of that, it would have been great. But it needs to be a robot. It can't just, it needs to be a, a thing. You know, you can't have an energy pulse. That, it's not, that's not a, a villain necessarily. He was a guy in a rubber suit. Looked kind of goofy, but it was awesome. You should really watch that movie. I might watch it tonight again. Then you could have the aliens like in Signs that were, you know, had come here for no reason people can fathom, but they're not. Benevolent. I still haven't seen Signs. It's good, man. It's one of the best fucking alien movies ever made. Shyamalan was really in his stride then. He made a bunch of good movies right off the bat. Signs, um, the fifth, you know, the sixth sense. All those are all good movies. I don't care what anybody says. Signs is one of the best movies I've ever seen. This guy, Mel Gibson and his brother, who Joaquin Phoenix plays him, they're in. Uh, they live out in the essentially, you know, Midwest somewhere. It doesn't really say. It does, but I can't remember it offhand. They live in a, in a cornfield, pretty much. They're farmers. He actually is an ex. Uh, he was a, he was a. Catholic, not a Catholic priest. He was a pastor or something, but he was a man of God. His wife got killed 
Um, and he has to raise the kids on his own. He's lost his faith, all that stuff. The slow build is one of the fucking greatest things I've ever seen in a movie. It comes to a point. He does what Hitchcock. Shyamalan has always said Hitchcock is his favorite filmmaker. And he does all the things that Hitchcock does. There is no scare in the bang. The bang relieves all the scare. You want to keep that rolling and the bang is coming. You know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, what's I was, the? Ba- I was just looking to see if there's any way Sons is streaming for free. I think I thought I, I might have had it. Um, it's somewhere, but anyway, it starts out. The kids they have a little like talk, walkie-talkie, and they start hearing these noise, these clicks, talking back and forth. Then they hear something, you know, in the corn. They see something. Then. You know, they, there's like reports coming in from all over the planet. They see this thing. They can camouflage themselves, and, and one of them starts walking, and then they pick up a terrifying – it's horrifying. And then the guy who killed his wife accidentally, um, he goes over to talk to him, and and it's M. Mike Shalom I'm playing him. And he said uh, – he said one of them came in the house. He's like, uh, I got him – I trapped him in the pantry. He said, I'm going to the to the lake. They seem not like not like water. Great dialogue, because it's very simple, you know, just snapping. And then fucking Mel Gibson goes in there and he can hear something in the pantry. It's the most scary part. And then he looks down there and a hand comes out with three fingers. Like, like and he cuts its fingers off with a knife, runs, and then the aliens are trying to get into the house. You know, they got the house blocked off and they can hear him coming down the coal coal sink, the coal hatch. It's fucking scary, man. It's such a good fucking movie, though. And at the end, you think it's over. They think they've got him beat. Do you want me to tell you this as a spoiler? Yeah, I don't care. Um, Abigail Breslin, who's in it, a baby, and she has all these glasses of water, and she they're all laying everywhere. She says, that tastes like dust, and she can't drink it. Well, they come upstairs, and his son has asthma. He's had an asthma attack. And he, he walks around a corner, and there's an alien holding him, like, looking at him like you know like growling clicking at him and shit in a menacing manner and he's got a little thing in his wrist and he's gonna he's sprays this gas on his face it's it's lethal it'll kill you but his his fucking lungs are closed up from the from the asthma so he didn't get a fatal dose and then he um it's the coolest thing Joaquin phoenix his his character was a minor league baseball player and he's a huge hitter, but he always he struck out a lot too. But he's just one of those guys that struck out a lot. But when he swung, he fucking swung. He's a powerful, and he they intercut the thing to make you both believe in aliens and God at the same time. It's almost an impossible task, and it cuts him talking to his wife, and she's laying there. The car's holding it together, and she shouldn't be alive. And she's like, "Tell Merle to see and swing away," and. He drops the kid, and they turn around. They're fighting him. He grabs a baseball bat that he had off the wall from winning something, and he just see him go and fucking hits him, and it stumbles the alien. Then he he's like, hit the water, and they hit the water, and he splash the alien, and just kills him. And it's laying there twitching, killed him. It's fucking great, man. I'm getting chills thinking about that movie. How fucking good it was. Um, but you definitely have to be in the mindset to see it because it's like seeing. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which I actually might be up there. They're, I think they're, awesome. I think they're neck and neck, honestly, to how good they are. Two different kind of movies. The aliens at the beginning of Close Encounters of the Third Kind—that's scary. 
they're trying to get into the house and all that stuff. Remember? Mm-hmm. And he like you can hear them scurrying around so like that's scary shit. They're not coming in there to hurt anybody. It's basically a reconnaissance team. They're going they're going to get the kid. And that's what they came to do and they and they kidnap her son and take him away. Well, they're going to bring him back cuz they're benevolent in that movie. In this they're not benevolent and they're trying to get into the house. And it's way scarier because it's dimly lit and you know he's just, he was at the top i think that's the best movie he made he was at the top of his craft um he just went down from there his he's never made a really great movie since um a lot of people liked uh unbreakable unbreakable was before signs okay signs was his they, i think to me signs was his last great movie they made glass i didn't watch it uh there was the one between the the one with uh, Professor X, McAvoy, McAvoy. Mm-hmm. that was split. I think. Split, yeah. yeah. I've seen them. I just don't remember if they're any. Yeah, those are all characters within the Unbreakable Universe. Yeah. They're all they're all superheroes, or actually supervillain. One of them, uh, uh, motherfucker. His uh, Sam Jackson. Jackson. His yeah. character's a villain. Um, I remember liking Unbreakable. Unbreakable was an excellent movie. I thought it was great. I just like Signs a little bit better because he's great at character building and he's he's good at the slow burn. I did not care for Bruce Willis's character that much. I just didn't. One thing he does is he takes big swings with all of his fucking movies. He does, and I do like. I that. respect him for that. Same thing with uh, Christopher Nolan. Yes, like, fuck it. I'm going. It to- doesn't always win. Yeah, it doesn't. Most of the time, the only oh, one I've seen that doesn't Tenet. work is Tenet. Yeah, but. It's still awesome. I watched, Dun- I watched Dunkirk again the other day. Fucking flawless. Mm-hmm. Movie's absolutely flawless. Um, I, I, I love, we need more. And then Villeneuve. He's of that. We need guys like that. I think we got two more months and Dune 2's out. Oh, dude. I'll go see that. I went and watched that again. Like the first one. Fuck, it's a good movie, man. It's one of those that you forget how good it is because it's so long and it's involved. Um. I don't think Zendaya is that good. I think she's fine. I think she's okay. But I think, I don't think she has the gravitas to pull it off. I just don't. She, she sounds like she's acting to me. Um, I think that Chalmay doesn't sound like he's acting. I don't think Rebecca Jordan or Ferguson, maybe. Ferguson. I don't, the Ferguson Falls. <laughs> Those interviews are amazing. <laughs> yeah. I remember you went and saw. What did you went and saw? And then you you put a Ferguson Files thing up on Facebook. I always do something like it that. was the Iron Claw is what it was. Yeah. Um, I need to go see that. Um, yeah, we haven't been here since I've I watched that. Yeah, I've talked to, with you about yeah, it. Like you good. said, the guy who played Ric Flair wasn't very good. Yeah, what are you going to do? It's only the two minute thing. What okay, you, who gives a shit? But it's. It's good, and they did cut out one of the sons, because if you don't know the story, once it got to the point of the movie, for him to also kill himself. It would have just been way. You're just like, they're making, there's no way. There's no way every member of this family killed themselves or died in some horrific way. Right. And there is a way. Because it happened. Because it did happen. (laughs) By the way, I know the guy in the face looked like uh, Carrie. Carrie was a huge guy. Yeah, well, and tall and everything. Actors are always going to be a little small. Sure, but I'm just saying that he was. I mean, he's great for the role. Don't get yeah, me wrong. He's he, awesome. Well, he's he's jacked naturally, pretty much. He's a guy. He's got nice muscle tone to begin with. Carmy. Yeah, 
from the bear, which I really need to get back into. I loved it. I can't, I don't know why I do that. I really don't. Start watching something that you're, it's because you don't want it to end. No, you know what I think it is? It's because I feel like that the, that the conditions have to be right for me to watch it. And they're never right. If that makes any sense. The weirdest thing is sometimes I watch things on my phone. And, you know, get into them. And to me, that's as good as anything else. I've got a huge TV. I've got all these TVs around. I never watch anything on my phone unless I'm pooping. Yeah. And I watch things. I watched uh, a lot of Invincible on my phone. Because I was just like, I love this show. Why shouldn't I watch it? And, you know, and to me, it was perfectly fine. Because I get so into it. It's so, to me, it's so intimate in that way with the, the earbuds in and watching it and getting into it. It doesn't matter. I've watched whole movies that way. And have gotten into it more than I ever did. That was the idea behind the Oculus. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really personal and intense. I'll put the earbuds in and all that stuff. And it just never panned out. I don't know why it never did. And the big screen TV should be the ultimate of it. Yeah. But it just feels too large. I don't I love know. having a giant TV. I do, too. I'm not saying I don't. But for me, I, to me, it's just watching all the old things I've seen a thousand times on the giant TV, not the new stuff. Because I don't, I don't, dude. I, I I would like to figure that out. That way, I could get over it. Um, I've watched new things on TV. We watched John Wick on it. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like almost being at the movie theater. Um, we need to do that again soon. Well, yeah, yeah we, we do. Pizza night. Yes, we do. Fuck yes. I would. I would have pizza night tonight. I've been trying to cut the carbs. Oh, amazing. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. I would. That would be awesome to have pizza. Um, Anyway, <clears throat> my favorite thing. Yeah, give uh, yours. Iron Claw. It's good. How many stars? I would give it four. Four. Four out of five. Maybe four and a half. Nobody did a bad job in this movie. Uh, Efron looks like he's he just absolutely killed it. Yeah. Um, the story's awful, but it's that's the story. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Um, I didn't notice any weird timeline changes that would irk me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were some. I think maybe there was one, but I let it pass. I didn't notice any uh, anything that was at, like it looked like the late seventies and the early to mid eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, the Road Warriors weren't in it, were they? No. Okay. Apparently, they never made it, or they never feuded with the. I don't think they wrestled in Texas. They, I think, I'm sure they did at some point, but I just don't think they feuded with the Von Erichs. The Freebirds were in it. Were they pretty good? They all looked like them. Michael PSAs. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Jimmy Garvin wasn't in the free. Not then. He was an honorary member. Buddy Rogers. Okay. Uh, Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers. Yeah. No. Maybe I'm thinking it wasn't Buddy Landau. It was Buddy something. I think it was Buddy Rogers. Was he the Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers? I don't think so. It was Nature Boy, Buddy Landau. That's right. And then they finally had to shit about him. Out here using my name. They had a feud to see who got to call it the nature boy, even though Ric Flair stole it from a different nature boy. Who gives a shit, though? Um, uh, that was who he stole it from. It was Buddy yeah, Rogers. Reacher, rules, dad stuff, make dad stuff. Um, I've been watching a lot of videos on mixing and recording, and I think I'm starting to figure some of it out. I'm scratching the surface on the knowledge that I need. Yeah, I think I'm going <clears> to <throat> buy the recording software. So like whenever I'm not at JMO's, we can I can do stuff and then transfer it over to him. Yeah. 
Um, that's about it. I don't really have much. You seem tired this evening. I'm very, well, yeah. I'm usually in bed by now for about 40 minutes. Yeah, me too. I'm, well, I'm in bed two hours ago. I'm in yeah. bed by seven. <laughs> usually so. Because I got to work tomorrow. Well, I, get up at, I get up at five now. It's not that bad. Well, I think we've covered it. I think, yeah, we, I think we've done it all. We can wrap it. It's not a bad app. No, not too bad. Thanks for listening. Um, hopefully we'll be back sooner than the last time. We'll, pr- we'll pray on it. We need to get the get the moors nailed down. Get the f- entire first family of fun. Yeah. It's tough. It is. They got the baby. She's demanding. Well, another favorite thing was last week we went to their place and, <laughs> right, uh, and had uh, prime rib. Yep. Oh, it was good. It was real good. Everything was good. Yeah, it was. Actually, I'm so fucking hungry right now. I think I might go to sandwich. What kind of sandwich? I don't know. I want a Cuban. I want to get a Subway, but I mean their their fucking club, the All American Club, is delicious. That's what I get every time. But I might be feeling a tuna sandwich after nine. How late do they open? I don't think they stay open to like eleven. I have no clue. Anyway, thanks for listening. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs>